Hello, stream. How are we doing? Good morning. I don't know if it's the night time for you or the afternoon. It could well be. But this is the New Companions, a podcast for Elder Scrolls Online where we talk about the things. It could be different things. It could be the same thing for about two hours. Uh, and I have some epic people, hopefully, as long as my OBS doesn't crash, apparently, and goes all messed up. That's interesting. Oh, no. Oh, that is tastefully baggy. That is beautiful. Okay. Why Why would you do this right now? Okay. Can you... <laughs> Good start. Well done. Yes. Doing Excellent. Doing it live. That's not happened before. This is the, it's because it's the PvP podcast, that's why. Okay, guys, don't worry. <laughs> 10 FPS, you can deal with it. I'm, I'll sort the problem out. But otherwise, I have three epic guests with me today. I have Fringrush. How you doing, dude? What's up? Good, how are you, man? I'm all right, you know. Fun times. Always fun times. Good to talk to you, uh, you guys as well. What do you, what do, you do? Tell, me, tell us what you do. In the Elder Scrolls, it's a little background. Like, you, you know, you're you... just talking about factions. So I, right. I drive, I drive the Covenant on on PCNA. Um, but yeah, I've been PvP man since uh, since beta, um, which is like five years now. Um, so uh, taking a few breaks, yeah, here and there. But other than that, I've uh, been following the PvP scene. You know, pretty much since the game was out. So, cool, awesome. Then we have Star Dancer. He also streams on Twitch as well, by the way. Just just in case you've never seen him do that, um, <laughs> there will be a command as well. If you do exclamation mark TNC in the chat, you can see everyone's uh, Twitch channel. So make sure you guys go and follow uh, all of these guys as well. Star Dancer, hello. How are you? Are you well? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You guys are all going to ask me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm great. I mean, it's changed in the last minute and a half. I mean, a little bit more emotional than I was, but I'm okay. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do in Elder Scrolls? Do you stream? Do you? What do you like yeah. to play the most? Uh, so I stream on Twitch. I just recently started posting more on YouTube, so I'd like to make some more YouTube guides and things like that. Cool. <clears throat> um, I used to stream a lot of PvP. I've starting incorporating more pve into my stream though uh so we've been doing a lot of trials and stuff uh i have a guild on pcna so i started playing es so but i played on uh ps4 so i switched to pc last year oh right okay <laughs> that's quite a cool thing to bring up when we talk about pvp and controls and whatnot as well nice mm -hmm. okay good stuff then we have and as she said also streams on twitch so make sure you go and follow these guys and then we've got nyasa as well how, how are you doing you good relatively well didn't ask me how i am so there you go you're winning right now uh, <laughs> do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself what you play what you do uh in the community um, i do a bit of everything i'm most proficient as a nightblade and i'm known for playing a nightblade but Again, I dabble in a bit of everything, PvE, PvP, but in the for the most part in the past two years, I focused on PvP. Okay, cool. And you do, you've got a stream on Twitch as well? I write builds for Dots' website. Um, I don't do a whole lot on YouTube, but okay. every now and then, especially with the new patch, I put stuff on there, but that's just about it. Right, cool. That's awesome. 
So these guys, between them and myself, who is a little bit newer to Elder Scrolls Online, I've been playing for about 11 months, and I do probably PvE a little bit more than I PvP, which is weird because I PvP'd in so many MMOs, and it's the main thing I did. ESO is a little bit different, though, and there's reason. this is why this podcast for me is, is a is a fun thing to do because some of the reasons why I don't PvP as much as I would like to uh, is because of some of the systems that exist within Elder Scrolls. There are many things which are actually very much better than other games, but unfortunately the other things which are missing, which I feel are quite basic, maybe might not be there, but that's what we're going to talk about. So welcome everyone. Thank you very much for joining me as well. Taking time out of your day, because it's Sunday, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. I know. We've got green screens, so he's got a little bit of green on this t-shirt, but you can't see it because I've got the, I've got the chroma key activated, so all you can do is see through his soul, um, and uh, I'm sure Stardancer and I have also got some green somewhere. Um, right, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about Cyrodiil, we're going to talk about BGs as well. This is not just specific to one mode, um, and we're just going to chill, we're going to chat. Um, we could have some heated discussion, maybe. I'm not sure if it will get that bad. Um, but we're going to talk about, first of all, um, I want to look at the future rather than the present and the past. Um, elsewhere, this year, PvP as well. And, you know, the fact that there's these artifact weapons, right, that are coming into Cyrodiil. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, that that is, that is the response. So why do you... The first thing you said was, oh boy, so why is that? What is your, there is, there a worry? is potential for a lot of interesting things to happen, good and bad, uh, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, idiotic level 5 Timmy, or actually you can't be level 5 in Cyrodiil, <laughs> level 10 Timmy might pick it up, and what'll happen? He'll just get killed instantly and deliver it right to the enemy? We don't know yet. True. But what happens if Timmy is epic? Well, if Timmy's epic, then it'll... <laughs> be very frustrating to play against for the enemy and yeah. at the end of the day we play a game to have fun so i don't know sometimes, both sides. sometimes it doesn't you know you don't you don't always get that lucky i guess but but yeah i mean so your your main concern is it being massively overpowered of course i mean that's what emperor is it, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be a counter to emperor though so there is hope for that is that something they've said or is that your um, feeling it's something that I've heard Gilliam say. Okay. Which is almost as good. It means it can be a counter to Emperor. Though. Yeah. It could be right next to the Emperor as well. Or held by the Emperor. They haven't said, but <gasps> if it can't be held by the Emperor, oh. maybe it's the guy in the Emperor's group. Yeah, that, that could result in a pretty bad time. Okay. But wow. it has potential for a lot of fun, too. Yeah. But, yeah I think um, it's hard to say how that would be. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of the sigil in BGs, and they took that out. Yeah. And it's not the same thing because it's open world, but still it like brings up the question of balance and how are you going to balance that? Is it going to be like super OP or is it going to be like underwhelming? Mm. I don't know. That is, that is the problem, isn't it? I mean, like, it, you, I mean, you guys, are, no, do you play, do you play a lot of Cyrodiil as well? You kind of in and out. I've, of... I've touched everything. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is fair enough. It's an MMO after all. And um, <laughs> but I'm just going to shake my head at myself. Um, so, in all of your opinions, is, is some warrior whether or not it's just going to be massively overpowered? 
Yeah. And some random can use it. So, you know, that sounded really awful. Um, some random. Um, but anyone can come up to it and just be like, oh, look, pretty thing. I'm going to, you know, press E or whatever their keybind is. They pick it up and there's suddenly this giant monstrosity and they just have no idea what that they can actually can do with this thing. Um, because maybe, you know, it doesn't even pop up that much and it's just suddenly like, okay, yeah. that's wasted for the entire time. Because we don't know much about the actual mechanics of it, right? I mean, no. all we know is... What what do we know, Feng, Feng Rush? Is it supposed to come... I, I was surprised, but I didn't... People are saying it's supposed to come with Elsewhere too, which yeah. um, for how impactful it is, seems pretty crazy. It might be on the PTS in about two weeks and then in production you know, four <laughs> weeks after that. If you're saying, like, something that impactful is coming into the game in six months, it's pretty wild. Um, I don't Once think it should wise. be as strong as Emperor, but maybe mm -hmm. it could be strong in a way <clears throat> that's different than Emperor. Emperor's very strong for uh, not just scaling the stats, but the alt gen, those kind of things are, are, are nice. If it's strong in its own unique ways, um, you know, it, it could be less problematic, but there's definitely going to have to be some kinds of rules. And until you throw it in an environment um, to, to see people try to, you know, mess with it and, 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 you know, really do those extreme cases where like, okay, this is pretty broken in this scenario. Until you throw it in those environments to test it, um, I think it's pretty tough to just be like, it's part of the game now and it's incorporated. Um, so if it's coming yeah. that soon, I, I, I think that's... I think that's pretty wild. I think something like that deserves more testing or or being looked at because honestly, like a lot of things do get kind of tossed in the PVP uh, without as much consideration, um, I think. And and sometimes you have to there in, in a PVP environment. PVE, there can be things, but it's usually bugs. It's something not intended. In PVP, it could be not intended, but it was kind of built in to be there and they just didn't think of it. Um, you can usually have more holes in PVP to exploit so oh god yeah yeah because it's you can't you're recreating the same um unless you have high level pvpers in there testing this stuff for months in advance <laughs> maybe like six months in advance sometimes especially with something that's massive like that you can't predict what's going to happen because you've got players you've got people in there you might you know qa testers or whoever uh who yeah. who don't have this and this is not an insult to them or or whoever as well like who might not have the skill the same you know you, just the same play style the same builds and access to knowledge in terms of the game and just you know because they're playing the game every day you know i mean you, you're pvping you obviously do you're effective in what you do you know you're a professional uh, you know in your field i suppose and um you know it would be useful for a lot of games to just do that kind of stuff in future, but they, they, there is a fear about that information kind of getting out. So I kind of understand that, but Cyrodiil is even worse because you've got to, you've got to have this massive, large scale thing to be tested. I mean, it's how many people do you, do you get in PCS as well? Well, there's a lot of, a lot of testing you can't do in PTS. Like when a lot of things mm. change, for example, last patch, they change rapids and, most people that PvP on a large scale understand how it's going to impact their group, but you don't really, you know, that that one's pretty straightforward. There, there's some things that get put in there where the environment can't be tested um, yeah. to be like, this should help in these large scale fights when it's like 20 v 40. We're not going to get a 20 v 40 test environment. Can't get people on there. You can barely get 10. Just yeah. Cyrodiil in general isn't very active. People go on the PTS to duel. 
typically and, and it's a great way to sit there and and test mechanics as controlled as you possibly can stuff yeah like test, that's whatever it may be skill gets changed you go on the pts you test it you measure the numbers you add it up to you you know what they said they were doing is what happened right um but something like that that again that's large scale you know you could we could say it does x y and z but how is that going to impact the environment same thing is, you know, putting in uh, destructible bridges and, and stuff. That was something new. That was in the, the intended effect was to kind of split up serial. I, I don't think it really did that. But again, how would you test that on the PTS to really know? Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Difficult. Test. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> someone said um, literally just now, it's a good idea. Uh, Nevronics, just like <clears throat> PvP specific events you know like testing events yeah. just like a day of like not a, even if it was a day you know just well 24 hours or something you have a week and you're saying that everyone on, gets onto the pts we log you know your info your accounts on there and we give you you know two free crates crown crates just so they can get numbers and people using the stuff um and do you know what i mean like some really random incentive couple of crates you know they love rewarding us with stuff all the time uh yeah. you could do that i mean I, I don't know would you play that star dancer would you play you know if, if well, they I... said a couple of crown crates i mean you probably would anyway just because you want it yeah. <laughs> but like you know if you were a general player do you think you know people need incentive to maybe jump over and test things like that i don't know yeah i think like people expect not to they're and not to be active when they log mm. into PvP or even like BGs, like when they announced the new BG map, um, I was gonna test it out on stream, but there was no way to get a queue really. Yeah, honestly. there was absolutely oh, no God way Lord. to get there. I know. Yeah, I've played and... it twice I think, <laughs> on stream. It's like hmm, there's a new And uh, same with the bridges. I, like when they changed that, I remember logging onto the test server and I just found like maybe a couple people. Um so Oh good lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've lost a fang rush. Oh dear. Am I back? Uh, uh, not yet. Yes, but no cam. I don't know what happened. There we Oof. go. Oof. Just crashed out on man. me, dude. Man, dude. <laughs> Jesus. You're scaring me, man. I know, it's it's Discord. It's fun My hair's times. going through the, the frame. I know, I just noticed. Unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, look at that OP. Jesus. He's, he's already trying to trying to get the artifacts and that's what he's just done um i guess it's st patrick's day you're just taking over dude um <laughs> so uh sorry start on so you what were you saying i just really interrupted you oh uh me and my boyfriend we logged on to the test server when they made the changes to the bridges and the the gates we found one guy just like trying to figure out a way to like jump <laughs> across the bridge oh, yeah. and he had done that for like the whole day so it was pretty dead I, I think people just expect it to be dead so if there was some kind of incentive that might make it more i don't know but yeah. I, i'm not sure by the way guy who was doing that you are an important person you are a very very important person because if they saw you maybe if they saw you doing that hopefully uh they 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 fixed something or they did a good job so that's actually not too bad that he was doing that i guess but he shouldn't be but obviously you want to test the stuff that's uh um going to be present for so many people obviously that's one bug which could be anyway anyway i digress um so no no you were talking about um you know the random timmy jumping in oh, and grabbing the yeah. artifact right so so the concern do you think um so how do, how would they stop people doing that 
do you think? Is I, there an idea I've you actually have or? talked about this in a few different streams, forums, etc. And one of the I know, common yeah. ideas was yeah. putting a AR restriction on it or alliance rank restriction, you know, somewhere between 10 and 20, maybe 15. Right. That would mean the person, while they may not be a skillful individual, they would at least have an idea of what PvP was like in order to pick it up. Just, that's actually pretty simple in all honesty I've, yeah. you know how do you how does everyone feel about that <clears throat> yeah i mean that, that that could be good um i hadn't thought about it too much till recently uh because i didn't know it was coming so like if it is coming with the next patch i'm, I'm still uh, like i don't believe it but maybe it is yeah. you don't think it's coming with elsewhere I, 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 if they say it is, then it is, right? They'll, they'll force <laughs> things out how unready it is. But I, I think there, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of issues, man. There's like you're really worried about it, you know? So, someone could just come pick it up and dump it in the water, and they'll be like, okay, sure, that's valid. Yeah, I guess, that's what right? happens with Elder I mean, Scrolls that's the all the damn time. Yeah, I mean, the game's it, called Elder Scrolls, and people literally log on other characters to after they've lost and been defeated, and take scrolls and dump them in the water so the people that beat them can't can't you know get the scrolls and we can't even get a gm in there to just like get rid of this guy so, you know? so is there so there's no just just because i i don't do this because i i just don't do this and i've been playing for 10 or 11 months i've just never had this discussion you don't have a lockout if you change factions when you're in no. Mm-mm. and some people talk about a lot of the forums really yeah it's Didn't... it's kind of the common That's scapegoat odd. now whether it's okay. the culprit or not uh and sometimes huh. it legitimately is but it's definitely something people complain about a lot in terms of just like mm. you know what the hell is going on why is dc getting dogpiled why is this faction getting dogpiled right um and whether it's the culprit or not it just it, it's the common scapegoat i mean I, you can circumnavigate that anyway, right? Because you could just have another account. Mm, kind of. But, but people you don't. You can and you can't. Right, right, right. Okay. And sorry, I, I, mean, I mean the original point I made. Sorry about, you know, uh, the lockouts. Sorry, I was going back a little bit there. Yeah, I, um, I, I, don't, I don't think it really is bad. I, I know people talk about it a lot, but like... Not that awful? I don't think it'd be... A- like, I don't think it'd be a good idea to restrict someone. They want to go play with one of the other friends on the other faction. Like, See, there's the no problem. reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Stop that. Sense. Like, but even if it's like I, five minutes or something, yeah. Like, if, if people want to commit to say, you know, I, I guess the complaint comes like people feel, you know, uh, 2v1 or something faction wise. Mm. I mean, people are going to set up to do that if, if they want to do that anyway. Like, that's going to happen regardless. They may play this faction one campaign and the other the next. Yeah. Um, I don't think restricting people on their characters is a way to do it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't yeah, see a that's lot the of other fan side. in that. Yeah, that's the other side of it. If anything, people that are outnumbered just put the incentives in there better. Um, The low pop bonus doesn't it doesn't really uh, work very well. Low pop bonus is also extraordinarily buggy. Like I've had low pop bonus even when we're clearly higher population. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't work because it's based off a very laggy formula. It doesn't account in real time very well. So if it's like in the last 12 hours, you guys were at one bar while the other guys were at three bar, um, then later that morning you're at two or three bar, the other guys are at one, and you'll have low pop bonus while you're just running through keeps. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not triggering in real time. Um, so there's something, there's some like, like 
drop in communication for servers or it, something. It like seems like there's an almost an hour until it gets updated. It's like it updates every hour. Ah, uh, so yeah, there's like an automatic. Yeah, it's not like live. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's just what it has seemed sense. like to me. That it's probably an sense. easy fix. Um, you know, but <laughs> I, think, I think it was built a long time ago and just never exactly. touched. Exactly, like coding wise, it could be. Absolutely well, this game man. has spaghetti code, as it was explained to me, um, just that yeah. the original makers of this game did not have easy access in mind when it came to, you know, modifying it down the road. The way, the way of every single MMO that's ever made, it's exactly the same story, man. Like, the yeah. base code is just seems to be some kind of mess, and when they've tried to get it out the door, and then the people later have to pick up the pieces like you i've heard this story time and time again and i'm knowing that might not necessarily be the entire case for vso because i don't know well it's um, a lot easier to change you know stuff that isn't related to the base game which is why you hear a lot of you know we're not going to change the base game quite yet or we're looking at it but then you look at dlc content and all that other stuff and it gets changed almost like that but base game stuff is still far behind and that's because they simply it takes longer to figure it out and not break. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, yeah that's a difficult one, that one. I mean, we could probably be talking about this for the entire podcast. I've, I think there's so many things. I think I needed a podcast for each topic. Um, <laughs> but Stardancer does, uh, your, is it is it your boyfriend you said is almost emperor or something? Or Oh, yeah, we didn't you are emperor as well? the other night. No, we did an emperor push uh, a couple of nights ago, and then he gave it up um, and let the second person pass him up a few days uh, later so right, he could okay. sleep. <laughs> Because so it's like it's a long process. Yeah. Uh, farm when a campaign restarts, you basically yeah. farm alliance points and get into first place. So with like, so imagine your boyfriend has like he has the emperor and then he has this artifact as well, right? Would you be if you were against this or with this? Would you think that would be fair? And uh, do you think it, if if it's stacked? I mean, this is this is really just the this is just the way of me getting it, speculation and going into the conversation because I remember you telling me about um, the emperor push and everything else because it's obviously completely different. Like being the emperor is like a tough slog, right? It's a farm, whereas the artifact is a pickup. So essentially, yeah. should the artifact be that powerful compared to be as powerful as like an emperor or? Not as powerful. What Are do you, you think? Since you don't have to work for it, you yeah. shouldn't get that bonus. Yeah, I mean, should it be <sighs> I mean, like as powerful as like Emperor? I mean, I could, I need to find out the exactly <laughs> all the different stats you can get. I but... mean, I think it just all comes down to balance because I mean, mm-hmm. people want to dethrone the Emperors to take away the the bonus that everybody gets. Like your health goes up, and um, I think if it stacked, that would probably be really broken, but. <laughs> <laughs> you got the emperor. I, I don't know artifact. how powerful it's going to be to begin with. So, and it seems like as we talked about, like with the PTS, it's going to be hard to test that too, since mm. um you won't be able to like see emperor versus that or emperor with that or yeah. What well, chat as well? You can pile in on this. You can you can give us <laughs> on me. You can give us your opinions as well. Don't worry. I'm sure you obviously have been. Um, but I think it's a great not. idea though overall. Like, yep. um, it, it just needs to be, you know, they, they need to find the cases where it's a little overtuned and 
find ways to address them quickly but yeah that, that, that's part of the problem right yeah. like if you leave something like that in game for three or four months and there's a couple things where it's you know creates a, a broken scenario some people stop coming out and pvping because they're just like well it's and that's definitely what's happened a lot recently yeah yeah there's there's this like hate to say it raston was kind of a patch where it was you know hold me over till elsewhere obviously they're very busy with it there's a lot of team changes at Max related to that so that's that's gonna cause you know a lag in the patch but mm -hmm. <clears throat> it really screwed things um in, in a sense, because I can understand, like, it's tough for people and they don't want to play sometimes. Like, I stopped doing Battlegrounds for the most part. This uh, yeah, me too. Although that's also because of my MMR and my main yeah, character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's two-pronged. My MMR, it takes me forever to do it. So if I'm just sitting there on stream and I have to wait at least 15 minutes between matches, you know, I'm, uh... I'm learning to become a... a a just chatting type streamer because I'm just sitting here chatting half. The so you it's also That's the MMR system is not very good because there's no reset on it. So you're gonna be stuck like that almost forever. And even then, like after you do manage to get into a round, the amount of stalemates I've been in an MMR, exactly. like a high MMR match, is ridiculous. Everyone and that's also just a testament to it. Yeah, so so it's it's two prong there, and that's why I started just making new characters. And it's it's not fair, like what I do if I make a new character and I go in, but like literally, it's like if I want to even just no. have a taste of battlegrounds, yeah. I can't yeah. get and just sit there uh, the whole day. See, you know? this is this is a good this is this is going to be good when we get to that because you can go ham on this later for sure because there's there's definitely <laughs> the I I have just just been finding out about the, the MMR stuff and the forums and because I did a lot of research obviously for this because again you know I've not been in the scene for as long as you guys but the amount the amount of information I've got and the amount of people that uh you know MMR and everything else and starting new characters and character based MMR over account based MMR which I'm not yeah. sure is you know there's a lot of issues um and things they could actually do to make their life a lot easier um and I think for players as well but the thing is if you had account MMR for example Fengrush you would be screwed because you would never play. <laughs> so it's like you could have like yeah. account MMR, but but then you could change the algorithm so that it opens up your queue time uh, completely, you know, for those players who are right at the top. But I mean, that, we'll discuss that in a bit. Um, but yeah, this this we'll get, I think we'll probably end up having a podcast just about BGs as well, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but... Um, Okay, I'm going to move on from the artifacts because that's generally, actually just one thing. Um, I'm sad that your boyfriend didn't get the Emperor as well. Oh, and you. He, no, he did. He, oh, uh, he did. So, like, then he gave it up. Basically, if you get the most alliance points and then you take all of the keeps um, in the center, you get crowned Emperor. So then he got dethroned basically in... Oh, um, okay, right, right, right. The person in second, the two of them were really close the whole time, so he just okay. He kind of let him get it the next time. That's yeah, all right. That cool. makes sense. Yeah. I don't feel bad. Because they know now. each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, this has been no, like this the, hardcore the slog. This guy is really nice. Paid off. Okay, that's all right then. Um, <laughs> okay, so quickly as well, Imperial C. So, um, <clears throat> I've played a lot of RVR games ever since like Dark Age of Camelot. I don't know if chat's heard of that before, if you guys have heard of that before, I'm sure you have. Uh, Warhammer Online, um, Arcage, uh, other 
open world PvP games. Um, the big thing I saw a month or so ago, and especially, I think it was late last year, November, December, I can't remember, Cyrodiil just being unplayable, like completely fucked. Like, sorry, I don't like to swear on the podcast. Um, but it was, it was upsetting for me at times because I wanted to uh, enjoy it as well. Uh, Guild Wars 2, of course, yes, massively. Um, but with the takeaway from elsewhere that Imperial City is going to be taken out of Cyrodiil, is there the hope of so so wait a minute, let me let me start again. How is the lag in Cyrodiil now? Oh, is it laggy? Like in terms time, of time and weekends, it's really bad, yeah. Yeah, I think right. every time they say that they're going to improve performance, it gets better by a single frame. A lot of people give Zoss crap for just saying they're gonna improve performance and that doesn't happen. It does happen. It gets better by a single frame per second, and that's about it. But when you only have ten frames per second, that's not a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean it's ten percent. <laughs> 10 percent improvement and that's not too bad if you got 10 frames i mean it's all right but you know if i'm gonna be pedantic about it um no but i know what you're saying yeah it's if you've already got low fps and it's just you know just one frame okay so one thing i will say as as i have played a lot of open world rvr games um and i don't know if you guys play any now as well is that eso is actually not that bad I know it's it's laggy and it's unplayable at times, but it's funnily enough, it's one of the better ones out there. It's ridiculous, right? Like saying that, like actually, that says a that. lot about the rest of the market. Exactly, because it's such a massive problem. So you know, you, you guys have heard of Camelot Unchained, Crowfall, um, these uh, future MMOs, Ashes of Creation. Um, so one of their main things that they sell the game on in terms of you know promoting it is saying that we can have you know. 200 300 plus player servers people can play at the same time like that is a big selling point right i mean would anyone would anyone disagree with me on that like that's a big selling point for anyone who's into drum right so it's like it's kind of crazy there's still no people are trying to work this out like this difficult thing that is is difficult obviously there's things that come into it like there's collision uh there's like if you have collision you know siege how does that take up the map you know pets taking up the map mounts players um imperial city so imperial city is gonna go that's cool right do you think that's gonna help you guys in cyrodiil much or or is there any (laughs) i saw that that face i knew it i knew it i saw it earlier as well what was that face about they're not really connected uh as for like you can say they are performance wise but like they're not really connected i think it impacts population more it does it will definitely make it easier to access imperial city because that is a big part of why people don't go to ic um people mainly go there to make money or do the quests and if you know sometimes you go there for a little bit of small scale pvp i learned how to be good at pvp because of imperial city i you know i was showed by gand that that is how i make money you know you get kaijo you get all these satchels use telvar solo the bosses whatever you know that is a good way of making money and so I had to learn to defend the money that I was making. And that's how I learned to do PvP. That is how I learned 1vx. That is how I learned 1v1. But 
that is no longer the case because now you have five people running around constantly. And there's no, you know, if there's five people running around, no one wants to go to IC because it takes time to get there. And you're just going to go there for nothing. So, so now it's going to be instanced, right? It's going to be more accessible, which means there will be more people running around. Do you think they could do... Have you done uh, IC much Stardancer as well? Or is it something that you have not touched much? Yeah, or... um, when I first started playing IC, it was pretty new. So like, I started right. playing ESO like, right after the release of Imperial City. So back then, it was really, really active because it was new. Mm. So like now it's pretty dead. Um, other than like the double Telvar event in the summertime, it was yeah. a little bit oh, more active, obviously, because people were farming. But um, I think there's also the issue of like if you're pushed back to your gates, if you're like just going into farm Telvar, it's you have to ride a long ways. So that part would be nice, like queuing in, yeah. not having to ride all the way there. Um, so it might make it more active. But I almost wonder if it will die down again after the excitement kind of dies down that's what i was thinking as well like when you said that like you know you get that infusion it's interesting that you got to jump in when that happened because i as a new player again you know i've never had i've never gotten to experience this stuff um you know i see was like cool there's this event on and then i got into it like pretty hard like and it wasn't that crazy busy at the time i think it's the latest one did you say it was summer event i can't remember i think so yeah, it was. I think it was like during August. It's the anniversary of it. Yeah. Okay, anniversary. Or right. September then. Um, and I was like, you know, what's I see? This looks so cool. I was looking at the past, you know, the updates and stuff. I was just like, crap, I can't get involved in this. One, I have to run right across the map, and that kind of pisses me off. Um, <laughs> and I can't get there because you know I'm just blocked. Um, and also you know i just don't know what it is like the information like wasn't really there i mean i could find well, some guides and aside stuff, but, from yeah. you know being a money maker which is how i learned it one day yeah. i decided to do the quests just because i was there all the time and honestly the only i i pretty much hate questing uh but <laughs> i have to say that the imperial city quests along with clockwork city are probably my favorite quests in the entire game Right. Um, okay. I would never suggest you go there to do the quests, though, especially if you're just a PVEer, because then you're going to get clobbered by someone who is, you know, seasoned or whatever. Right. You're just going to get clobbered. But you, it does feel kind of unfortunate that they have a, a good quest line behind an otherwise broken system. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I I was thinking just now as well. Like, what if they did like an instance? Like, did they did a queue, like Alteric Valley? Do you, do you guys remember Alteric Valley in WoW? Back in the day, not really. Okay, I'm really old. Um, <laughs> I didn't do a lot of PvP in WoW. Alteric Valley was like, uh, he's. I mean, it's gonna probably come back with classic, but it was like you know, pretty much it was an ongoing battle that just happened, but it was still instance and still timed. Like, you can win and lose it. But where you could just go in and out of like of this icy instance for like a certain amount of time, and you know it grouped a lot more people up. Again, you know you might not even have that many people interested. I mean, I th- I think that's a good idea. Um, and uh, I I've I thought like I'm I'm planning probably to do like I wanted wanted to do an, a video on IC for a long time. Oh um, right, okay. But it would probably take me like hours. Like, oh yeah. Go on about it. Um, because there there's so much good about that. I see and so much good about the game. Um, 
from a PvP perspective, it did bring a lot of people to the game too, and a lot of people learned to fight in that environment. It it, it was very different. It wasn't Cyrodiil. Uh, we didn't have battlegrounds yet in, mm-hmm. in the heyday of Imperial City. So oh, really? A lot good there. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. battlegrounds was a Morrowind edition. Imperial City was like one really? of the first DLCs. Oh That's wow, I didn't even know that. Holy and crap! In heyday, it was huh. amazing. It was it was a very awesome experience. The reason right. being, I mean, it, it lasted for a time because um, when it came out. I mean, it was so critical when it came out. It was so important. It was the only way to get your veteran 16 mats. Which yeah. Net, you now know is like that's once you're 160 CP and you and you put in all the mats, that was the only place you could get them back then. You could only Ooh. get them from Imperial City. So people were going there and clashing, yeah. and it created a very active and lively environment. And And the word there is incentive. But that's not the only thing yeah, that IC needs. True. It needs a lot of things. So them just removing it from Cyrodiil doesn't really do anything new. Is it good, though? Yes. I think everything about removing it from Cyrodiil right now is good. People can get there quicker. They can shoot in. But it doesn't change the fact that it's primarily a farming simulator because they actually changed how IC worked. It used to be you'd go down there and and there was Molag Vol down in the middle. Mm. And that was the prime spot to fight over. Now it's become more of a thing where you just go there to farm with people, and if you're contested, you leave and you come back later. Um, just to, just to yeah. farm and not do the actual the yeah. Play it the way people it's can played, fight, yeah. but you don't go there to fight mobs and farm while fighting players. It's it's not ideal because of of how it's. Uh, it's not optimal, right? It's, currently it's not optimal no, farming. Not <laughs> it's just not get ganked, right? And, so and, it's more and, about the actual gaining of currency now rather than. Yeah, yeah, it's just a place to farm, farm now. Right. So it, it yeah. needs a few changes too. Uh, if they just remove for now, that's that's good. That's fine. But like yeah. that, literally does nothing from a from a design conceptual perspective there, other than make it more accessible. But it mm-hmm. won't change the environment whatsoever. Um, that that'll take a few more steps. Um, so. So yeah, and that's that. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was literally <laughs> going to come to you. I was going to ask okay. ask you a question. So oh, I was going to say this is something I've seen um, in a Discord. We had a conversation about this, like how to bring people back to IC, how to like liven it up, and people were coming up with like different suggestions as far as like putting something there that you can earn. But once people get it, then like if it's um, yeah, if there's not a whole lot of reason to come back. Again. Yeah, so even like with sets and things um that's like we discussed it but we never really came to a conclusion on how to liven it up or how to keep it alive yeah uh, rather than just like a temporary thing like the um ic events temporary the double telvar if you do it all the time then it's gonna you know just become like a drug kind of like thing so I what I hear as well when you guys talk about this is almost like the game has become too big. <laughs> like there's so much to do sometimes and all the different special events that maybe your time is divided. I mean, I, I actually say this to my viewers and this isn't a bad thing because it's an MMO. You need content, like especially PvE players like to come back. Like PvP players can repeat. Obviously, you know, you're fighting someone. Main changes should be balance gear sets things like that that's one of the big things new pvp maps every so often 
um but balance changes a lot of the content for a pvp i would i don't know if you guys would disagree with that um but balance it does. changes is, right. is especially content, population right? it, it, yeah. with a lot of the balance changes we've seen recently there's been a dramatic drop in population <laughs> well yeah we'll get onto that for sure um but it, it's like when you've got so many different things coming in and it sounds like when bgs did come in it took over i see which is you know not bad because obviously you just want to go against players this is essentially probably why that blew up in the first place so how long what was the gap between ic and bgs um two years three years wow so you've then got an entire community that almost gets deleted or moved is that kind of what happened there there was a big i'd say like harsh but nothing (laughs) nothing, if you're a pvp nothing too exciting happened between ic coming out and being awesome yeah battlegrounds that that was probably the lowest point for this game pvp wise battlegrounds were cool when they came out it was something new and exciting but in between there that there was a couple years um you know the company went through its own changes too but like uh it, it it had nothing for PvP there except slow mm. diminishment of like some some critical things for people that did do you know small scale or 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 stuff. It 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 kept going towards just like a um, giving numbers advantage thing. Um, so so battlegrounds was really new. IC was also something where like you could have Zergs in there, but it's different than Cyrodiil. Cyrodiil, there's not much to run or hide to. The yeah. real city is really different the way you can fight there. Um, you still can get Zerged easily, but uh, there weren't as big ones there and it was uh, also more manageable to fight than and there at that location. So they'd have to do... You know, they'd have to make a, a range of changes, but um, mm. I think people that know what, what was good about it and understand the combat could kind of help push them towards um, getting the thing. It's a matter if they want to do it. Um, I think I think IC could be the saving grace of, of PvP. I mean, it kind of always has been. It was it was like the hidden gem in this game for PvP. I'm really sad That's... now, actually, that I never got to experience that. Because I, I like... I like <laughs> what, because in a way, like you were saying, I, I don't want to get hung up on this, because if you look That's at our emotion. document, like, we're, we're talking about the things. I was like, I wrote this list. I was like, there is no way we're even getting to PvP and to BGs at the moment. <laughs> But um, in, I'll just say one more thing about it, which is, you know, um, I, I obviously didn't get to, to play that mode, which I'm kind of sad about. But at the same time, like, you know, you know, like you said, if, you know, they could bring it back in some way. And maybe, you know, maybe with the queuing system, maybe, you know, with some kind of instancing and bringing it back, you know, it'll give people easier access. They will have, you know, they won't have to jump across the map they can just queue for it like an an extra option in bgs you know you've got battlegrounds dungeons and then you have your daily ic right where your daily ic you go in and you get like a shed load of xp but then you know you've got some extra incentive uh to actually play that because we still like Mm -hmm. to have those incentives it's not just solely about you know i for me it is a lot about the fights but i think you do need some kind of little reward to just push you general public wise people need rewards for stuff wherever yeah. my players um it's just personally players, though so when i look at reward i look at it as which character do i want that reward on i don't right. i don't look at reward because at the end of the day i want to have a good fight yes. however 
I will almost always look at which character do I want to get that reward, and it will undoubtedly be my Nightblade because that is the character that has the most stuff on it. You know, I want to get more AP. I I literally just two minutes ago, as I was walking around taking resources, hit Grand, no, not Grand, just Overlord Grade One, and that's because that that's the mentality I've had on this character is I want to further this character. Mm-hmm. It's not about the reward; it's about who gets the reward. Right. Okay. Can, so you're talking about, you know, access for other, just being able to switch that reward around or like... Uh, I mean, that would be nice. I'd love to have, you know, Alliance rank be an account-wide thing because then I'd feel less bound to one character because <laughs> right now I've always yes. played a Magicka Nightblade and Magicka yeah. Nightblade is not very good right now. Uh, so I had to switch to Stamblade in order to continue enjoying this character and furthering it. But I don't think that's going to be happening. As Zoss has mentioned, I have no plans to change any of that anytime soon. Yeah, just to answer your questions as well. Yeah, I'm trying not to sweat that much. So, I mean, shed load is a British phrase. So, it's just a phrase. But the, the F-bomb in front means more. More so. We're just talking. Sorry. I'm with, <laughs> this is going to hopefully go on iTunes and, and other places. But, yeah, good points. No, I mean, I think you bring, up, you bring up a point which is very, very dear to my heart. And that's about things being shared on your account. Uh, and I have various, I've been various beliefs about this. Um, especially after coming from different MMOs, but also um, just generally thinking, you know, Elder Scrolls is just a beast on its own and that, you know, maybe each character should be its own thing and that's just the way it was meant to be Um, and I can kind of accept that. There's a lot of different things uh, in this game which work very well and very so individual and so good that have made me want to continue to play it. but there are some systems which which do feel like uh, sometimes they push the player away rather than entice them in to play more in specific modes. But anyway, let's jump over to something else. Thank you for that. That was pretty good. Does anyone want to add anything to that conversation about IC at all? Or do are we done? Unless you, anyone had anything pressing. I think Stardancer wants uh, to know. I was going to say, I don't think so, but um, the daily reward concept that you had was interesting that was something that we hadn't thought of when we talked about it we were like thinking gears gear or like rewards as in like skins and stuff but um i know people are i guess um encouraged to do like daily dungeons and oh god and things like that for xp and stuff exactly because that's a big xp push (laughs) you know you do dolmens you do you go to craglon wherever you go i mean i don't know what the best is now but that's what i did um to just speed level something and you know you know you do your bg even if you're level 13 with training gear it don't matter because chances are you probably come second and then you can get that bonus xp you go and do a dungeon because you know that helps anyway you get a ton of xp and then you go and do a daily ic you know and you get a ton of xp same same amount as you get for a dungeon of bg and you know but then it's the idea that then then sparks some interest from a player and then they can get involved in something new. So, you know, I think the daily bonus XP for dungeons, things like that, is really, really fantastic. And if they did that, maybe. You never know. Could be something fun to do. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, no, it's good that, you know, it's not been thought about too much. And so it's, it's, this is why conversations are good with people you don't get to talk to much because, you know, mm-hmm. you can come up with new ideas and. Um, I don't know a lot about this stuff, so it's appreciated that you guys do. Uh, okay, so let's go down the list. What else have we got? Ah, there we go. Oh, God, this could be a long one. Um, okay, so I'm going to say one thing for each of you. 
And I'm going to start with you, Star Dancer. If you could change. What if I have three? <laughs> Sorry? I said, what if I have three things? What if you have three things? You don't know what I'm going to ask you yet. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I'm going on or in order here for <laughs> okay, you. Okay, go ahead. Um, but I'm kind of going past IC uh, at the moment. Uh, okay, so if you can improve. All right, pick one of your three if this is the right thing. One thing you could change in Cyrodiil, what would it be? And it, chat, you can't judge people on the one thing because, you know, they want to change probably loads of things. But one thing that you would want to change the most, and it can be a positive, it could be a negative, it could be an idea. You know, you could want, you know, I don't know, ponies running across the grass, I don't know, with like devil horns. I mean, you know, just whatever. Doesn't matter. I like that Okay. Idea. So, um... I'm not going to say, like, the obvious one with, like, performance, because we already talked about that. Right. Um, but I would like to reverse the bridge and the gate destruction, because I feel like it halts combat a lot. Um, there's so many times when I go up to the gate, and it's just being sieged, and they won't stop sieging it, so you can't, right. like, get through. And they're just, like, jumping over and dying, and it's just, it's kind of silly. That's how I feel about it, but I'd be curious to think, like, see what other people think about it, because, um... I haven't really talked no, to anybody no. that thinks it's a good change. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm gone. Go ahead, go for it, thank you. No, man, I, I said the same thing on my stream. Like, when, when they put that change in, I was doing Battlegrounds a lot, and it took me, like, weeks or maybe a month or so to even get out and start doing open world after that right. change came in. And I was out there, and for the most part, I didn't see it happening. In the few instances it did happen, I was like, what the hell's the point in this? Like, we're just going to run around now. And, and <laughs> we're just going to run around. The next one. And, and it was kind of weird. Like, it didn't, it didn't necessarily offer an advantage or disadvantage or just, right. like, a strategic use. Like, it's not bad to put things in, but, like, I, I have to sit there and wonder, like, what was the intended effect? Because I don't think they got it. And if they didn't, that's where you come in the next Oh, they time. didn't. I guarantee you they did not. No, and this is the problem, like, that, that I see a lot. It's like, you put something in, you're like, hopefully it does that. And if it doesn't do that, there's no follow-up to be like, well, we can we can make things go this way a little more, so it does have that effect. There, there's there's no follow-up to it. Right. They just plant them in there, and it's like, cool, you can knock down walls. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of other things that could have been done rather than having those walls knocked down and we just, you know, take five-minute detour, right? So I have to say that they did say there would be goat paths, and while there are a few, there are they are way the hell too far away. They are yeah. damn near inaccessible, and some of them just plain don't exist. Yeah, like and by the nice time others too, like and by the time you get through the goat path, then yeah, there is nothing there. I, I thought the goat path would be small, a right. choke point, so that if a zerg was trying to move through it, it would be stopped. Not that it would screw over that one guy who's just trying to meet up with his friends. Ah, see, that's the, see, that was my that was my initial thought when I saw that change coming in. I was like, okay, that actually could be quite cool because you know Zergs are just you know you can just just anyone joining in. They just want the rewards. You know they're kind of running around with everyone in the battle, and that could be good to stop so people could get the defense but like you say you know that screws over the guy who wants to get to his friends also there's not really many ways that you can get through these places so you're also not experiencing a lot of these things just because you're literally locked out which is not a good feeling um and, and i still find the whole going in the water thing 
weird that you die i'm still i still think that's a weird thing to have it's, it's never really made any sense to me i just think you know you should be able to just if just go across water and you know what I, mean? I, I don't know i'm just like you know what if you know you could have these great pathways to just you know maybe just some areas which would allowed it with the bridge kind of thing you know and i might sound like a complete noob but this is the thing, you know, I am Tessirador. I am a complete noob Tessirador. So my feelings are very important, especially as a new player, because you, to keep MMOs going, you want to keep people like, you know, you want to keep vets, you want to keep, you know, those guys who do dip in every so often. And the people who instantly go into something, they need to feel good about that thing so they can continue it. Because it's 2019, people. We've got a lot of games to play, you know. It's all about that, you know, instant gratification. Um, and if I can't go and meet my buddy, you know, I'm not going back probably, unfortunately. But, I mean, that sounds like a pretty hot topic, the bridges. So just get rid of them. Just get rid of the mechanic. If um, they refuse to change it, then yeah. I miss how it used to be because you could, like, you could get across underneath like, without dying. The water would still kill you, but you could get across. And the bridge fights were really fun, and now it just yeah. kind of seems different. I remember um, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, a bridge fight what... will last a minute because there's no bridge after a minute. <laughs> well, with, the, with the PTS, that's why we found that guy trying to figure out a way to get over, and he did figure out a way to get over with rapids. Like um, You have to have he... rapids, and you have to jump at the exact right point, which that is really, yeah. really hard. Like, it just... it's, yeah, messy. It's not the same as yeah, mm. before. Yeah. I don't even talk about the bridge stuff a lot. It, it it does kind of grind my gears a bit, you know. It's one, it's one of those things. I can see that, the emotions uh, in your face right now. <laughs> the body language has changed it's, it's, massively. Not a, it's it's terrible because like I I was on a I was with a group there to help work on PvP, right? Right. Um, where they asked advice from from people like oh, is that Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Recent, is that recent? No, it was a while ago. It was before Marwin. You know, yeah. they brought in other ones like Cypher. Well, I'm just remembering Japanese. Oh. You know, and then, and then they ask, uh, you know, what's some ideas? And obviously we could give them a list. And if they even did half the things, it'd be amazing. Right. Um, they didn't really take it. And then, you know, someone that was there for not PvP really, which is okay. It's fine and everything, but probably not the best advice. Like, you know, why not make the bridges destroyable? And it's just like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's take that idea and run with it. And But but what's, you know, right. that that's an investment that's already been made. They've already spent the time making those destroyable things. It's already in the game. So it's, it's, it's like such a sunk cost for me. It's like you spent time, resources doing something that Wasn't didn't do funny. anything. It didn't add value, you know? Okay, so that's, that's a feeling that um, you maybe weren't listened to. The, the PvP as you went, who I, yeah, went yeah. oh yeah I mean absolutely that's absolutely that's okay to what, say that's absolutely fine yeah, to say there's, it, no, it, you know, uh, there's no insult in that it's, it's, it's just an example of like and, and this <laughs> and this can lay on anything anytime you're putting in content same thing with yeah. the artifact thing it's where you want to approach people that have experience in it and be like what are some potential problems and we want to do this do you think it's a good idea it's not that you have to green light every idea by PvPers that's, that's ridiculous to assume but when you're putting in something that has a lot of yeah. you know potential impact yeah. and 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 just a wide variety of implications, then then get a you know get a concept or, or an idea mm. that, that that works and get it by people first and be like, what do you think? Is is that going to be good? Because a lot of developers do do that. 
um, they do bring in people and they actually value that. It's very, it's a funny one, isn't it? I mean, you'd think to be, especially with PvP, and uh, this is a very similar problem in Guild Wars 2 that happened for a long time. And it happened in Warhammer Online, and it happened, and it's, again, it's one of those things, it's difficult. I think there's a genuine worry from developers, and I'm I'm not, I'm blanking, this is a blanking statement, um, the the, the worry of trust and releasing this information, but like you say, you know, they invited you out out, uh, to actually have this feedback and input, but it's important that they listen to the right people as well, obviously. Um, and if the bridge thing had gone well, obviously, you know, that would have been celebrated. But, like, because of maybe that experience, which is lacking, uh, you know, listening to you or to whoever else that was there would have been more beneficial. Um, so, okay. So, about listening. So, maybe, you know, communication is something I should have added on this podcast. Work on, working on communication. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying, I think. I mean, I, I will say they are trying to work more. You know, they, they brought in uh, class reps and stuff. That's nice. Although it, they hired Gilliam, God bless. Yeah, yeah. Thank God they did. He he's a good guy and a great resource. Frankly, I'd like if they could hire about five more Gilliams and dedicate them. Good to, God, um, yeah. Or clone him. I mean, you know, yeah. clone him. Perhaps. Because I don't even think he's dedicated, you know, as as a resource entirely yet. But he's also very new, and he's. He is, I, yeah. I think Gina, like when we were at TwitchCon, she was asking us, "Is like, well, you know, he's he's one of the youngest people at the company, and." You know, he kind of he's the guy who sits by himself at lunch almost. Um, but wow, he's no, no. loving. I mean, you know. that's not something she should tell you. <laughs> it's probably not something. Well, it's not exactly do. that. That's just the, the terrible just, example. You're trying to give. Uh, you're trying to set the scene. I understand. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and but he's new. So people don't <laughs> listen to him quite as much. I feel bad. No, but 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 honestly. <laughs> The, the the that's that's a problem with the culture yeah There's nothing you can do about that that's yeah it, it's a corporate atmosphere i mean and, and that's okay but it's it's a part of the leadership to set that cultural in there and be like listen he might be new but when it comes to certain things he knows more than pretty much anybody else there oh for sure when it comes to combat pvp i mean that's what he did he you know i yeah. would go to him for certain combat stuff certain mechanics stuff before he was ever hired there you know i'd spitball ideas with him and some other people there's some great resources out there people that are happy to give their time that's what the class reps are it's nice that they have them i don't even feel like the class reps get listened to enough i i, I would hope they, they would is they the would class to them more. is the class rep job though i mean I, I don't know specifically but it sounds like something where you know that is an experience thing that they pass on to the community as well, rather than it's, it's just their direct window for input from people specifically on the classes. What was the, what was the, Stardance just, just opened up a whole can of worms. Oh, she said, which is pretty much <laughs> bridges. bridges yeah. And then now we've just mutated this conversation. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop the bit. I'm going to stop that conversation there. So we can get, so I can ask you guys the rest of the thing, but it will come up again. I promise you. Sure. It's a really good conversation and it's an important conversation. I like really, really am, am enjoying this. Um, but you're saying he's good, basically. <laughs> and the people... Oh, Gilliam, absolutely. He's a great guy. Right. Gilliam is an amazing person. I... One of the smartest people I know. Make sure yeah, someone yeah. make sure they clip this and send it to him. <laughs> okay, so if there's any any ish, ever any issue on the forums, he can just go back and look at this because you know uh, 
that would be very good for a while like i met him uh actually the first time he went to the studio right um so he was a he was a player before again you know my history in the game is a bit yeah we were there all doing like the morrowind test that's where i met him and and some other good folks but uh and and i sat there chatting with him and i'd already known him a bit before that but yeah he he's he's I think he has, you know, a great future there. He'll, he could go, you know, and, and rise up the ranks pretty quickly, but yeah, it's usually like three to six months at an atmosphere like that to like get settled in that, that people are, you know, he's going to have his responsibilities and whatever, but overall, like no one job's done by one guy, right? Like you need more, like my, my point is they, they need more resources on definitely like, of combat. There's not enough on combat and it doesn't even take a lot. Even if you just have like a few dedicated at it, they could make it their job every three months when a patch comes to really hit out all the hard issues and at least put something into it, at least attempt to improve it. Cause that's all it is. Like you're never going to reach a state of perfect balance in any game. The point is to improve no, it. it. It changes, it morphs. You get unexpected results that are sometimes worse and sometimes they're really fun, and 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 you build on those ideas. Yeah. That's why you have resources dedicated to it. A game like this obviously needs it, and, and it, it's kind of a unfortunate little hole there. Uh, I was hoping Gilliam would be the start of, of kind of filling that that gap, but we'll see. I mean, again... There, it's there early been... days. Yeah, it is early um, days for that. I mean, is that it, your... So, so, wait a minute. Star Dancer has got the bridges... And that's really, really good. So like that's that sounds like it's actually just almost it's like a feeding problem for Cyrador in a way, you know, feeding people here, feeding people there, you know, friendship, communication, uh, fights evolving. It sounds like a pacing issue, which is what you're talking about as well, which is very important in PvP, <coughs> especially open world combat. So I like that one thing. Um, if we get time, I'm going to ask you the other things. Um, okay. I feel like Fang Rushes is almost something uh, like communication in a way related. I don't know. But is there... what was <laughs> So going back to the original question, which is from a while ago. Um, the yeah, one thing... Cyrodiil. Yeah, it was Cyrodiil. The one thing you can know. change. I don't know. Like... <laughs> If it is every difficult. Pat, every patch, there's a screaming issue. I think oh, lag is like an yeah. easy issue. I kind of avoid lag on playing on non-CP. Right. Um, it's a blessing because, like, if if it was as laggy as the CP server is, I wouldn't go there. And if I was stuck to battlegrounds right now, I honestly probably wouldn't be streaming ESO. Primarily, I'd probably be doing something else. Um, and and that's that's pretty rough. People so know CP Cyrodiil specifically. Yeah, it's very rarely laggy. Like maybe on the weekend for like one or two fights where where the all the is factions. That, that's clash. a population thing then, obviously. Or is it... uh, it's the CP no, thing. No. Yeah. It is the CP thing. No, it's it's not. So CP's environment's different, and a big part of what does that, like in non-CP, when factions clash, those fights won't last as long. In CP, yeah. they can go forever. A group can sit there with yeah. twenty-four people firing off all these heals and purges infinitely, yeah. and 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 not really be killed because they're much tougher. Right. But all that stuff, when you have multiple groups doing that side by side to keep. The server just dies out and i mean you know that that's that's kind of an issue to attack and address that will you know inadvertently help fix lag but usually they're just like well we're working on the server i mean what you need to work on is the mechanics of the game because that will alleviate the stress on the server um so what's your so one thing not, though not is that what thing. you're talking about 
Like it just it's just I, I, a plethora I of I, I guess. Yeah, if they fix lag, it could do it could do great things for the game, but it's it's not that that's it's too easy to just say fix the lag, I, yeah. I guess, right? If you break it down, it's fixing mechanics and, and yes, all the things come back to like honestly, if I one thing it's put a couple dedicated resources on PvP. Get so much done. Quality of life can improve <laughs> dramatically. I think that's that's almost the answer for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, you have a different issue every patch. Like right now, it's yeah. a snare patch. Everybody can't walk. The snares I, have been I a thing for that. almost two patches now. I'd say, yeah. like, I, it yeah, has been a vocal issue the, instead of just a overlying. It was change rapid, so everybody yeah. feels it now. This, um, yeah, but, so it's sneaking. It's just been a sneaking up problem that's kind of been left until yeah, it's a and, really and, big and, issue. And, I would assume that they're fixing something with move speed by elsewhere. If they're not, it's insane. God, I hope. Stupid. But, you know, say they fix it. Sure, there will be something else. Could it be as bad? Maybe. Could it be worse? Hopefully not. But you need a team, again, that's following patch to patch and understands these issues. So when they're solving them, they're not recreating them in six to nine months because that right. often happens. Oh, yeah. We used to have the problem of gap close spam, Jebro. Like back in the day, if you got mm-hmm. hit with a gap closer, it froze your character for about a quarter to a half a second. Oh, it was just a bug? Yeah, it was, it was the way it was programmed. Uh... So if, if three, four people spam gap closers on you, you couldn't do anything. You could not nope. run from anybody. You just died. Huh. So it's like a like, snare, yeah. or is just a just like you just literally. Some gap closers apply a snare. Some do a root, but it's more about like you moving to them. That was a, that was a game mechanic that was just there. It, it was a fix. So basically, right. people are like, okay. "Well, my gap closer's missing." They go, "Okay, no problem. We'll freeze the guy you're targeting." So now it doesn't miss. Okay, you create a new uh, problem. The guy that's getting gap closed dies immediately. Because yeah, okay, because <laughs> the time of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whereas now gap closures are almost useless, almost. Yeah. I mean, so, their so gap closures are just gap closures, I guess. Like they're actually just they just they just they don't really add much benefit. I mean, no, other than just closing the, range. the gap. Yeah, the range gap. Okay. Right, and a question actually started on. So, do you play CP Cyrodiil or no? Yeah. So when I first switched to PC, I played a lot of non-CP, right. um, because obviously. An extreme disadvantage being lower CP and trying to play in Vivette. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. Yeah, uh, now I play CP, but Vivette is sometimes unplayable, especially like probably Yeah. Last night, um, it felt like I was walking through mud almost at points. Um, abilities were going off like two seconds late. Uh, maybe not a full two seconds, but that's what it felt like. Or they weren't going off at all. Uh, happened like you hit your yeah. pot and that's not going off and uh, just kind of a mess. <laughs> okay. So non Especially, yeah, like, just weekends are really, really bad. Right. Um, I ended up switching games last night instead of switching campaigns. So, ah. and, like, and that's, that's an issue. Kinda, that sucks. Yeah. That is, because, you know, yeah. there's 50 people, people, you know, 100 people. Will have, I don't know your viewership. Um, but it doesn't matter. You know, that's another person not streaming the game, I guess, because of that issue. And, you know, like Frame Rush said as well earlier with, with other things, you know, it turns you off. So that is a problem. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe the IC thing, so someone said something about removing IC from PVP, you know, they, they, that is something that's happening just to let you know, um, uh, what they do with it again, you know, some communication, hopefully they tell us about that in the future. Um, okay. Good, valid points. Fang Rush is, has got a few different things in there. I'm going to go with 
So I'm going to go with generally for Fring Russian, what he was trying to say was potentially communication. It sounds like is a big, massive thing and implementation and changes of things quicker uh, would be very, very useful. That's still very roundabout. There's quite a lot of stuff and that's going to come up in the, the BG conversation, which hopefully maybe we get to. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but Naya, um, as well, with your so first question, um, do you do CP or non-CP, sir? I do everything. You do everything, just just everything. Cool. Um, I, I do everything. <laughs> and the main change for Cyrodiil you would like to see, or addition or removal, the one um, thing. Well, because I can't pick one thing, I'm gonna pick one really crappy and seemingly mundane thing. I mean, I'm gonna say forward camps. Right. I want forward camps to not just get buffed, but just to be reworked. I feel like e- even for your generic zergling dude who just runs around Cyrodiil to have fun. If dying was less of a punishment, there would be less problems with the game and, and just in general. So wait a minute, you mean you mean they are last longer or you know there's more spawn There's a points. bigger range, there's slightly less of a cooldown, because right now the cooldown yeah. is about five minutes. And mm. because of how the game is right now, it's you know, you can get ganked, you can Mm-hmm. you know try and push with a group of people and you just get instantly killed because of lag or something else and sometimes that's you know bad judgment on your part and sometimes that's just bullshit game mechanics um, so yeah yeah yeah. Carry on. yeah. So i just wanted to say one thing in chat by the way there is no pvp or pvp a thing uh and battle I'm, I'm not really interested in that we're all players of okay. elder scrolls online i can't be asked if that shit so well, I started as a role player, actually. Well, there you go. That's how I started exactly. This game. Like people can get into different times of the game. Like it's it's like just just saying, chat. Like I mean, it, it's not. I I it's. I just saw that comment and I don't like it. I don't encourage that kind of discussion. That kind of thing. You're being nice and respectful at the moment. Just don't turn it into that thing because it's it's terrible. I can't man. Be asked. Yeah, I can't I've never be asked seen anything that. good from that. You know um, that 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 kind of mindset. It's just like, and it happened, and it destroys. It destroys communities. Like the Guild Wars Two is something that is massive. You know, as soon as there's a PvP post on Reddit, it just gets downvoted by PV by PVE, as as you say. Right. Um, and everyone has like the, I think one. I mean, I see as an example of how you know successful a PVE PvP comb- combined mechanic can make some like a community even stronger and something very very advantageous. Yeah um so you know that the combination of things that and cyrodiil has pve mechanics in it technically so you know it's 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 got that attraction for everyone so i think it's very important to try and remember that um and remember that if you're playing all playing the same game you're all in it for the same reasons you want the game to succeed so you should definitely shouldn't insult people that are playing other modes um and discussions discussions so try and keep it open um sorry no i didn't mean to i just don't it's like fine. that um so um your point continue sorry it's it, like i mean i'm seeing people who are saying that death should be more punishing in pve yeah there's a lot of stuff in pve where you die and it's just like meh yeah. whatever respawn yeah, yeah. but in pvp as much as i do see there being reason for death to be more punishing, hmm. that's what causes a lot of people to have very erratic behavior. That's why we have a tank meta right now. That's mm. why we have every random zergling with 30k health and heavy armor. That's why that is all you see 
which forces two types of playstyles: glass cannon and tank. That is all you see in yeah. Cyrodiil, and that is all that is ever viable. So, if so you are want, you, are you saying that they they also that people are encouraged to play a bit tankier because you know because of the survival, you know, because they want to just be in fights for longer. Like that's contributing. Yeah, like, and it. people okay. want to have fun. They don't want to run around for yeah. five minutes to get to a fight because yes, so Cyrodiil true. is very huge. I love that. I do love the fact that it's a big map. That is something no, I yeah. love that it's one big map. But I think that problem you have hit is a such a big issue for me as well. Like jumping into PvP, it was like cool. Where do I go? Let's look at the swords <laughs> in the map. That can't but that be is that only far. one. That's <laughs> only one solution to that problem. There, yeah, oh, sorry, hit yeah. the mic. There are a lot of other solutions to it, and that's just one that kind of. That's you like, know, I feel like feel four camps this. are just a waste sometimes. You know, sometimes right. they're very helpful and sometimes they're just like, oh, I'm I'm two inches outside the forward camp or whatever. That was a waste of time. It's a really double-edged sword though, isn't it? Because, you know, if, if a team... Because it's difficult because you want to encourage people to team up together to make their attack beneficial. And if if it's not successful, they should get... That you shouldn't be able to just come back instantly, right? No, and but that's also that often fight. what happens. You'll have one yeah, guy sneak away, yeah, put yeah, a yeah. forward camp up, and yeah. it's it's an instant use one shot thing for that group. That's and that it. that is okay. That is, I think that's not too bad. Getting a second chance is okay. But then when you have to completely restart from the beginning and go, then start from this keep and respawn regather maybe people have got disheartened they're like we're not gonna be able to do it they yeah, go no, away that's irritating and that destroys pacing which again is something that star dancer brought up with bridges and i feel like it is kind of a similar issue almost um because you know it, it destroys the the flow of play which is i guess you know a term in in structured pvp well it was for me anyway um because you want it to be fluid you want it to be you know constant enjoyable you know high-paced action you don't you don't want it to there are you need do need those slow points where you can gather yourself and need ta- think about tactics and everything else but not to the point where it destroys your gameplay and your enjoyment and that, that's obviously not going to be great yeah um, but there are other ways to solve this issue as i've said like that's just one random thing because you asked for one thing that's yeah the- one thing that i could just <laughs> again that could probably be a podcast so yeah i mean these are good things that maybe i need to take note of and now i'm going to do that in that document i'm going to be like red line <laughs> okay bring these guys back talk about this one thing for two hours because they could definitely do that so this is good to know um if there's anything in chat wise as well that you feel that you would like to be you know fought through a little bit more talked about more then bring it up in chat. Um, I'm sure one of the mods or someone will pick that up and they'll be able to pass that on to me and I'll write it down as well. Um, if you would just like to have a podcast about, you know, lag, or like ideas, like, you know, probably not greatest uh, example. Um, but yeah, please make sure you do that because I want to do this every two weeks. And obviously, you know, there will only be so many subjects. And if you guys want to know about that stuff, then that's cool. Um, okay, so, right. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving on. Um, I feel like the adding to Cyrodiil thing is like a change. So I'm just going to... Um, oh, actually, no. I've, actually, I'm in, I am going to ask this. So so when I jumped in as a new player, one thing I found that was very hard, and and even this past week or so, was, was being able to get a group during the day. Obviously, during the day, people are at work. You know, I'm not stupid. Um... Well, some people might say I am, but <laughs> that's their opinion. And um, trying to get a group of people to play together 
and to attack objectives and defend objectives when clearly you know you probably have enough people to have some enjoyment you know this is a you know it's a north american server america is a big place it's not just americans that play on it people from eu australia everywhere else um i couldn't get a group for the life of me that's a more recent issue there used to be a lot more population at varying times of the day but it's because population has gone down in general right that okay so it's that's at all times thing. of the day it's not just it's, it's really it's harder. it's harder to go out and just run us a, a group uh like if you go out there it's like you have to have the operation like going or, yeah. or you're just overwhelming numbers okay where everyone it doesn't matter what they're doing you have 25 guys light attacking and you're two people you know it's mm-hmm. that's tough to deal with um so especially might... with the light attack buff from somerset that's yeah. what forced a lot of people into heavy armor so, so right. much of that. so it's so overlooked in pvp that that change so my so me saying that is actually just the fact that i mean and people are saying in chat that there's a feeling generally that the population has dropped a lot Started yeah that's a symptom that. from something else yeah and, and okay. it's more spiky in a sense of okay here's 60 people that are going to pvp but they're not coming out now they're coming out in an hour because all 60 of them are going to run together um mm. and, and there's not that in between because it's like if we don't have x y and z we're not even going to bother going out there um, there's less small groups just running around doing stuff on the map. Um, you know, I only see a handful of people that, that like on non-CP now that even bring anything around that size and they're all wardens. Otherwise they won't oh, yeah. blame them. You know, I, I, I can't blame them fighting outnumbered and everything. So, uh, yeah, that those things huh. all come due to changes like the move speed stuff. The move speed stuff absolutely has impacted things. Um, two that patches ago, before that, I was having so much fun. Like, just, yes, I was. It was too fast, but like, it was so fun. Still, like, I was having fun, and then they just like you know put the brakes on everybody. Would you say Viper and Tremor Scale Black Rose was at all fun? That that was, compared to now, that was like Death Touch. <laughs> you know, if if all that procked up front, that stuff could all crit. Then you know. It's all True. So, so for context, oh. because this podcast is going to go out to a lot of people, I think Stardust and maybe was going to say, what was the what was the speed change uh, that Thing Rush is talking? Because you had a reaction there, so I just wanted to know what that was about. That was the third thing that I was going to bring right. up when okay. you asked for changes, go because for that's when I noticed a lot of people quit the game. Like, oh yeah, a lot of my speed friends quit the game. Died. It's and not... uh, Swift too, who got nerfed. Okay. Yeah, it's... so yeah like the the speed changes like kind of hurt small scale pvp a lot impacted everything cyrodiil battlegrounds no matter where you went it impacted you and uh and it was very dramatic it it impacted a lot of you know it changes the meta as they say like it, it really did move in a different direction and certain classes that weren't strong like magic awards weren't very high in use and as the move speed changes came in they've become so so dominant and so useful in that area because mm. fights become these lockdowns and you can't compete with permafrost when nobody can move it's the most dominant thing going on and it's just a testament of of how impactful that change is and people knew that and they made the most heavy-handed change like i had seen in a while you know it was like hey people are moving too fast like all right uh every immunity has been cut in half uh <laughs> you know every you know, speed pots are 
dramatically, you know, by yeah, yeah. what are they like a fourth now of the timer? Or? It's I mm, yeah. Uh, everything just slashed, slashed, slashed. It's the complete opposite of like really how you bounce. You find a target and you you aim somewhere like just underneath it generally, right? You you, you don't want to three times and and then it's like well we took care of that problem we'll never hear complaints about that again you know you know you you degradation of combat right and and it's unfortunate and there's no quick turnaround to it um to, to getting it changed so that again comes back to having a combat team that realizes first of all they would have never made that change second of all if they did they would have been able to reactively change it back because it's not the hardest thing in the world to do to, to change that back. So it's balance um, again. It's communication again. That's yeah. where it comes to. Like anybody that has experience in the industry of you know releasing code and stuff like that, you can make that change. You don't have to wait three months. It's it's you know. Do you have to change your patching process? Sure. But can that improve the thing. gameplay experience for that your customers? That is the thing. Yes. It's difficult. It'll- like, I mean, we don't, we don't, I mean, I know a lot about development now, especially going to offices, going to, you know, I've been to so many different company. I'm not boasting here, but like just so, cause chat may not know. And some people here may not know how much I've been involved in other games like Guild Wars 2, um, Paragon, which was uh, Epic Games, um, MOBA PVP third person game. You know, I had multiple meetings with those guys and various different gaming companies, things that are upcoming that I can't talk about. Um, and communication, especially nowadays, is the key thing, which is so important that a community needs to be help, needs to be no needs to know that it's been listened to for a start. Um, and that is in the, the effect of being able to put out patches and things like that. That's a way of you know enacting that. It's quite obvious. Um, but there are processes in companies where you know, like you say, patching processes. You know, it's not maybe that easy to do it but like it would be nice if we had a ninja patch to fix this thing which is ridiculous for example or change something up um and again you know they shouldn't can it's just a matter of like for what issues are you willing to do it for right exactly yeah Um, that's the thing and it's weighing the you know is the server gonna have to come down how long is it gonna take you know is it during this time of the day when there's most people playing there's you know and and I don't know that specifically for ESO because I know that they do have to bring things down sometimes. Um, and that could be maybe one of the reasons. I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate. But I, I understand your frustration all too well because I have that frustration um, in, every, in every game I play in balancing and MMOs <laughs> and PvP in general. Um, okay, so one change. So Naya was... So you were saying... Because that was spun off into into the the wilds. There, your one change was buffered camps. Buffered camps. <laughs> I love podcasts. <laughs> they just spin up. That went wild. Um, is there anything else, Frank Rush, you wanted to say about that? Because I'm wondering if there was anything you wanted to get off your chest about the board camps. Um, or... four camps or the f- topic we were just having it's about you know patches and everything else. Oh no, no, and I'm not trying to beat up and on on. I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. Um, It it could do so much for it, and 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 quite honestly, there could be like there have been changes past six months to a year Mm -hmm. uh, at Zenimax to their credit that gives them the opportunity to capitalize on. Oh hell yeah, it does. I hope they do because as a studio, it will grow and develop games better if they do that from a high level. It makes all the sense in the world to do it. 
I don't mm. think they're short the money to be able to dedicate resources to it. Um, because I've, I've worked with that. I mean, I, I did stuff like that in my job, but like I've worked with some of those teams too, Jebro. Like the guys at Epic Games on Paragon were amazing. Like the product had no direction. Oh, were you involved like, in that? Yeah, those guys really knew what they oh, were nice. doing. Cool. Now yeah, they shipped a lot of them over to Fortnite. And like, why, why in part are they successful? Those guys listen. Oh god, like, yeah. That is a company yeah. that listens and yeah. implements. But there was and, also there yeah. was also another side to that where they didn't at all. There was two. There was two very. They listened very well uh, at times, and there was there was a completely. With, it was oh, interesting with, Parag- with Paragon. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as a company, they, they they could listen and take direction more, make changes. Paragon, yeah, that that. It was sometimes that, the wrong they thing. <laughs> they did they, listen. They had, they had mixed visions. They didn't know yeah. what they were making. That was exactly. the problem. Yeah, they did. They, so. They didn't. I have to have so, another conversation yeah. with that. I didn't know about that. That's awesome. Okay, I'll yeah. have a conversation with you about that another time. Maybe we'll, I'll do a Paragon podcast, the death of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in time. I've actually got gameplay footage of uh, Gideon. And I picked up a nice uh, quad core, which is quite cool. Anyway, different game, different time. Um, that OP, y'all. Anyway, sorry. It was a great game. If you ever played Paragon, rip indeed. That'll um, solve Cyrodiil, Jebro. We'll get a black hole in there that just yeah, just get a black hole. Dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, get steel to that's what steel. That, there you go. That's what the artifact is. Do you remember steel, the big ult? It yeah. picks up a shield and it just slams it down on the ground. That's what it's going to be in Cyrodiil. Um, anyway, wow. Ah, oh, the memories. So many good ones. Um, okay. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add, start answer to that conversation at all about the? Um, Ford camps, uh, what Frank Rush was kind of saying about, you know, communication, balance, balance patches, more frequencies, uh, or even adding to your own is it at all. Um, I mean, you don't have to. I'm not putting you on the spot. <laughs> I don't really have any thoughts about uh, forward camps, but like we were talking about with like patches and stuff, just um, like thinking before nerfing things too hard, just because it does hurt population if, um, if it doesn't play out well, yeah. and making those changes quick if they notice like people are unhappy and at the end of the day we're just putting our thoughts out there like i think healthy criticism is good because um if we're not putting our thoughts out there then they won't really know how it's impacting the community and like what what they're thinking so oh yeah i agree i mean i another again i don't know if chat knows this or if you guys know this but i'm actually a qualified mental health therapist in the uk so I'm actually managed like people venting about their stuff that they don't like in their life is actually very, very useful. So when people have a forum to talk about this shit, it's actually very important. Um, so it's it's like communication is like the biggest thing, but it has to be back uh, as well. And, and like I said, you know, that communication back isn't just someone talking on a forum. It's action. Um, and that's very important. So, yeah, good point. Um, okay, so let me go down the list. Du, 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 du. I've got like a doc that I basically forwarded to these guys with some topics of conversation so they could have a little bit of prep. So I'm just trying to pick out some important things. We've already gone for about an hour and a quarter. Um, <laughs> du, 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 du. Okay, if you could add, done that. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't really asked you, actually. I mean, I've, what I wanted to say was just that I think there's a few things because that was kind of like the changes. Um, but what one thing I did have an idea for, and I don't know if you guys, um, how you guys would feel about this, 
and different changes that could come in and it, it could be based on population it could also be based on whether or not someone is a solo player but um the first one was automated groups so when you came into a map you could have a button that said you know solo player solo roma because you get solo romas that just like picking up players or you know group orientated and they would have this option it'd be like you know bang we're putting well, you into an add-on a group. for that I know, I know. Without speaking about add-ons, because I know there's a kind of an add-on, but like a base game thing where you can just be like, um, and I know you can do that where someone puts LFG as well in the chat, right? And they get put assigned to a group. Um, but like a base game thing, even if you, you know, for console, for um, PC as well, where you had like a commander. Maybe someone volunteered as a commander so they could make markers on the map and whatever. Do you think that would help people to group up at all, or is just just that just kind of just a rubbish? It depends thing? on people's willingness, honestly. Okay. Because I just think that, like, sometimes people... I didn't chat, you know, you can tell me if I'm just talking out my ass as well. That's absolutely fine. Um, but it was just something I had the other day, you know, when I jumped in. But, like, again, you know, after this conversation we've had, it sounds more like a population thing than anything else. Because yeah. maybe I've noticed it more in the recent days. So, you know, that's a good thing for me to know. Um, so, I haven't PvP'd in FF14, but um, somebody brought it up in chat. And I know we talked about, like, MMOs and other PvP and MMOs. Yeah. Like, do other M. I'm. Let's see. I'm. I only really PvP ah, in ESO, so that's what I was wondering if, like, you've had something like that in another MMO. Mm-hmm. Is that where the idea kind of yes. comes from? It does. Yeah. Um. So my main comparison for this conversation is Guild Wars Two. Uh, Guild Wars Two has some epic systems. Um. That I wish were in ESO. ESO has some epic systems, which I wish were in Guild Wars 2. If I could combine the PvP in both those games, I'd have my perfect MMO. 100, absolute 100%, it would be the best MMO and RPG on so the market. So is that something from Guild Wars 2 that, that you're looking for? Something that kind of matches you in for PvP? Yeah, well, not not necessarily, because, I mean, this is just one aspect. So, for example, like World v. World, which is Cyrodiil, um has too many maps uh, and has lower population but there's a thing you can do when you jump into a map and you can select yourself as a commander is if someone can jump into the map they can click the commander and they can just join their squad guild wars 2 has no add-ons at all well it has one it's called guild wars 2 taco which is like just a it's not really massive add-on um but it's a very very simple thing so it helps people to group up in fights all that being said the world v world is not as fun in fun me in guild or two as it is in elder scrolls online for me personally but it does have some very very good mechanics and things that can be taken from it uh, and i think the best games i think we could all argue that the, some of the best games mix the things from other games and bring them into theirs to make it good you know if there's a good idea there you take it you know it's not it's not copyright it's a mechanic you know it's just you can make it and design it in your own way and that's going to bring me on to BGs later as well, which I think is something um, everyone could definitely agree on anyway, but that's a different conversation. Um, but yeah, that was just like an automated group joining thing with something like four, but it'd be quite cool. And I just wondered what you guys thought as well. And, uh, you know, Naya was talking about the size of the map and forward camps. And, you know, Stardom was talking about um, bridges and, you know, getting into fights and pacing. Um, smaller maps for Elder Scrolls Cyrodiil during the day. So when you get smaller populations, that map suddenly starts to come in 
and you get a point where the the camps you know when you come into Cyrodiil are actually brought into the map more and things are changed like the map changes like you essentially move the fight to another area or another zone does that make sense or would that is that just a ridiculous thing because I thought you know if the population changes what if the map changed as well like it evolved and I can imagine the because you know there wouldn't be that much area you know you might be able to pack some more people would it be more laggy I don't know you'd be packing more people into a small like a smaller place but if that population increased obviously the map would get bigger um because there's so many issues but i just it was just a weird idea that i had floating in my head i don't know if anyone thinks that's completely rubbish um but i don't know what do you guys think because it is just one map as well one massive area what do you reckon right. thing rush yeah. gone gone yeah uh Sounds like more load screens. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. But, but in all seriousness, um, I think maybe I, I guess just a couple holes in it. Um, so yeah. a couple things I could say in it. Do um, it. Absolutely. Uh, the map really wouldn't change. Like Elder Scrolls is the Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. It's not as easy as say something else like maybe guild wars 2 that doesn't have such an ingrained lore to like make a new map of course like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in cyrodiil because that is well technically they've already done that if we're looking at the lore and since zoss hasn't said there's yeah. a dragon break cyrodiil should be a jungle right now right 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 so I, I i don't mean i don't mean it in that sense i mean just like i don't think you could suddenly be in cyrodiil and suddenly you know be in you know, tiny Cyrodiil version B or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they change. should call it, though. <laughs> yeah. Reality, Cyrodiil has a lot of, a huge amount of real estate that's unused. So yeah. if you want to debate things like that, like something I've always thought about, and, and to touch on your point, because your viewpoint's actually very important. It's how they get more people in there. Um, if they made a commitment to doing that, then that would be one thing. I don't feel as a company they've made a commitment to getting people into PvP. And it takes, yeah. you know, it's a couple steps to do it. Mm-hmm. And making some systems, like you're saying, is very important. If you're a new person coming out there, you may be turned off by a variety of things. Your yeah. experience may go bad. You're like, cool, I'll just go check it out. Well, I just got ran over by 20 guys. You know, oh, nobody yeah. will talk to mm-hmm. me, right? That person doesn't want to stick around. They're ready to leave. They're ready yeah. to go try something else. Maybe they'll go on Battlegrounds and just call it a day at that. Mm-hmm. And it's part of what I try to do with doing a whole orc army thing because there are a lot of new people that come into the game. It's at least the ability to feel like they're awesome. somewhere on the battlefield with something. Yeah. You, no matter what side they're on. Some people will fight against. That's the side they choose, and that's fine. That's good. Like It gives an environment. It creates something else. Um, but, but having some kind of uh, thing that would match people is something I definitely have thought of for Cyrodiil and, and would be great for newer players. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have to offer incentives. <clears throat> and, I've, and yeah, I, I've thought of a lot of things about this because there's different places on the map that don't get used. There's a bunch of these cities and towns you've probably never seen on the map. There is, um, yeah. And, unless definitely. you really go out of your way to see it. Okay, th- these could be valid and, and they could be tied into the map and have an impact somehow. And this is how you can split out people that may be less experienced or in smaller groups that they're going to bump into each other in other places off the beaten path. Um, I've played a variety of MMOs too, and it's never good when you put on the same battlefield the hotshot 25 people that have been playing together for four years and somehow they're pushing on Jebro Unity on day one in Cyrodiil, right? And suddenly you're getting flattened by these 24-man group that's been playing for years it doesn't make yeah. sense 
but the way the game's structured, it will throw you. If you go to Cyrodiil and you're like, I want to go to the front line, that's what you're going to run into. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. Um, and, and that design philosophy, that's just the way it is right now. Not every game has always been like that. But a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people, for a lot of people, like Elder Scrolls may be their first PvP MMO experience, and, Start and it's still red. good. Is it your yeah, first? Yeah, I think. Um. Yeah. This is my, yeah my you, first. Well, not my first MMO, but my first PvP, PvP in an MMO, MMO experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you still play, as well, as well. So yeah, there uh, is PVE. You mean? Um. Sorry, PvP as well. Oh um, yeah. But so, but that's your own. So you don't really know what else. So you know what? One day I would love to see that. If you ever stream PvP in another game, I would love to see your reaction <laughs> to see whether or not you prefer it or or not. Because mm-hmm. there is a lot. There is so much so much good about ESO PvP that I really do enjoy. Um, and I wish it was a lot in a lot of other games. Um. And what Fring Rush you're talking about as well just now is is something we're going to be coming up in in BGs very very shortly because I want to talk about BGs quite in depthly. Um, I don't want to spend the whole time just on Cyrodiil, but I think you know this, a lot of the conversations we're having kind of cross over um, yeah. to Cyrodiil as well. To be fair, things like communication and uh, implementation of patches and you know the snaring and what Naya was saying is in terms of that um, very very important. Um, let's. Let's let's shuffle on, actually, because um, I just wanted to run some ideas, like you know, because it is just that it is that really new player experience, which is so important to keep your game going, because inevitably yeah. people get older, people start to get more responsibilities, start to leave. You need to re, you need to fill those shoes on, to fill those shoes on. Fill, wow, that's a thing. Fill those shoes of the people who leave. People who, you know, you, you need your vets, you need your people, you need your casual players, and you need your new players to keep your game rolling on. Um, and that new player experience is very important. And it is difficult, you know, as, as being said, you know, I don't want to avoid... Like, and that's almost literally what happened day one. It was like, it was almost clockwork. It was like, I jumped in, and I think I was in non-CP, um, and I kind of got roll- rolled over, you know. But but I know, as the seasoned MMO and like Arviara... I know that's just, I was just unlucky. Um, and I can go in again and I can find a group and I can do all this and I can learn. So luckily that happened to me and I know that it's not going to necessarily be the case. But the way things are now, you know, if that person has that negative experience so early, they're probably going to get turned off. Like Yeah, um, definitely. That's, that's dangerous. Because the game has brought in a lot of new players. It's something to consider. But to yeah. see that not pan over and spread into PvP as much, it does suck. And I think there's mm. a lot of people that that could enjoy it and are robbed of it because they have a, a lot of experiences like that up front. And, and that does suck. Um, I am very but, surprised, like, you know. because you you are so right, because I have this problem. I'm I'm I PV like people come into my stream and they see me PVing in the ESO and I because I was I was a big PVP in Guild Wars too. I shoutcasted the commentator, the pro scene, ESL tournaments around the world, big money, and one of the only pro league games that we had pro league three or four years ago. That's like up with CS:GO and other stuff. And I'm playing PVE in ESO and people come and ask me why why are you PVEing? And I was like, one, it's just really good. I just really enjoy dungeons. I like dungeons in yeah. the arenas. They are good. The game is genuinely good. Um, 
you know, in all areas, which is why I like it so much. Um, and that's a testament. That's obviously a good thing. But in PvP, then there's a lot of problems that I have with the game, which I find it difficult for me to want to be competitive because I don't feel like you can in a lot of ways. And you can't. What... You absolutely cannot. The game is too much of a dice roll. And that's what we're going to start coming up to. And that's actually a really good comment. <laughs> the dice roll is a good comment. I wish I'd written that, actually. Good stuff. I might write that, dice roll, caps. Um, but before we go there, um, having a look at the rest of the stuff, I just thought about, you know, just some other stuff to think of and in chat and, and talk about. And if any of you guys do need to go when we in the next, after the next half an hour or so, then obviously you can do that because that'll be like the end of the two hours because we started a bit late but there's a lot to talk about so i don't know if you guys want to stay for a lot longer after that but that's i'm fine with staying for a bit longer okay yeah, yeah. a bit i might cool. have to go if for a minute but um it's all good you can good. dip in and out i just this conversation is awesome so i'm enjoying i'm enjoying this a lot mm-hmm. um okay so keep let's keep going down the map i just had an idea for like some Guild versus guild stuff. Again, that's a very Guild Wars 2 thing, but it's actually something they've never brought into the game where you have smaller skirmish maps between guilds and factions where you can just have massive fights, like 15 on 15 fights, and you can just do that. Uh, and that's an arena stuff thing. But that, but that's something else that I'm going to bring up in Battlegrounds because I think um, there's an important feature that Zoss need to bring into the game for PvP that would make the scene blow up like just get bigger you know get competitive get um so much attention onto it and the combat in the game which just isn't really highlighted that much as much as i think it could be um so we are going to go into bgs if there's anything you guys want to bring up about cyrodiil as well that's absolutely fine um when i say bgs it doesn't mean we can't talk about cyrodiil still or related to cyrodiil there's absolutely no problem there at all um just i mean stardance so i know you do bgs less so than than cyrodiil um but just asking each of you individually like how do you feel about bgs do you, do you enjoy them are they fun they're fun when they're not shit <laughs> basically i feel like if you have a build that's designed for it, it's better <laughs> Jebra, there's a reason I bumped into you on like my level twenty oh. werewolf character because I couldn't have fun <laughs> playing so- on my mains much. I, I generally don't. Um, you know, there's a variety of builds you could take in there and be like, "Whoops, not the right match for this." Looks like I needed one of my guys that just sticks in the group and you know floods nonstop heal AOE stuff going on. <laughs> Okay, so this is going to be an emotion. This is going to be a charged conversation, I can tell. So I'm going to stay with Stardancer's answer first, and then we'll move <laughs> on. Because <laughs> Naya just jumped in. And it's yeah. just like the, the most hilarious answer, just straight up. <laughs> it's really fun until it's shit. Absolutely epic. Sorry, get Stardancer, what were you about to say? Uh, I feel the same way. Like, sometimes I have like matches that feel really balanced and they're yeah. really equal. We're all you know at the same points until the end and those are fun Mm. and then sometimes you get a match and you feel like you're like if you're solo queuing you feel like you just go up against a full group of you know aoe builds and you get run over and your solo you know group is just kind of like going everywhere so it makes it kind of not as much fun solo queuing and i think that's why Mm. a lot of people group up because 
you don't want to get wrecked every time. You get you, you um, dominate, I, yeah. You yeah, dominate. and I also mean stand blades. So my build is mostly like open world, like kind of geared towards small scales. So in BGs, I just get like unless Oops. the other teams are really just not coordinated, it's really easy to get run over by AOEs and snares and yeah. It's not not as much fun on certain classes, so I think that's why people make builds specifically for BGs, so they're more yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah, you have to. It's it's <laughs> like it's very. I mean, I think you could, there's some translation over, but definitely you, you know the smaller scale stuff that it's important to have the community making builds and people changing things up is it's very 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 good to do that. But I, I guess you know there is such a vast difference between Cyrodiil and Battlegrounds. Sometimes it's just like forgetting that there is almost almost different knowledge completely involved in these different modes because it's like you know whenever i play any other mmo and they've got pvp and then large scale it's like okay the meta is completely different completely different because it's like 10 people now rather than four um okay good that's that's a very similar experience that i have as well actually can i say one thing about bgs before i forget yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) i don't think i'm sure it'll come up probably but yeah um there's been a lot of times where even when I'm streaming, I'll queue into BG and it won't fully load, so there won't be like full groups. Oh You're yeah, there for that's 10 great. Minutes, and then you leave, yeah. and then you have like a really long wait time before you can queue again. One time I had it happen yeah. on stream, and I was like, okay, you know, we waited 10 minutes. It's kind of like a waste of time. Like, wait, you've only had it happen once. I'm no, jealous. what? Well, no, not like once, but in, the in this particular be, yeah. time. Um, I switched to a different character, had the same thing happen. I was like, I guess we're not doing BGs today, because you get frustrated after a few times, you know? It's what Fangrush was saying earlier as well, right? That initial experience, and yeah. so, which is so yeah. important, you know? And you, yeah, again, really you have been here for a while, and you know that that's something which has been around, so you will go back, luckily. But if that new player mm-hmm. comes in, and he's sitting in the queue, and then he gets the pop, because there's the next level of that, right? Where you're just sitting in the room. And people yeah. just rotate in and out. And until that stops happening, or the, the instance gets closed, I'm assuming, people won't stop queuing into that. So it's a never-ending waiting room <laughs> yeah. for nothing. And then, like, how do you defend that to a new player? Like, exactly. you can't really... I mean, it it's sucks. Like, I don't know what else to say. But um, I think if they lowered the punishment, like, the penalty time... until The they penalty was... Like, it was put in the game after release, I think. Right. And, and it was a way to stop people from just ditching. But yeah. Like, when a game people, gets I don't want to play with. Especially, like, when you're in the higher MMR area, you recognize names a lot more. And yeah. you just get queued to people you don't want to play with because you know that you're going to have to fight against their, you know, terrible, god-awful build that's just gonna snare you whatever and and you don't want that so you know you either have to suffer through it for 10 minutes or you just leave and if you leave then you get a penalty it's a lot of conversation in chat wow yeah lots of feelings about i mean there's two different issues there right (laughs) one one of them is the queuing system yeah and and that has a couple issues It, it needs a solution so every time you see the patch notes and it's like, we've made some adjustments to the matching system. Right. You know, people just want to flip a table because <laughs> it's like, we want you to go fix it, not make adjustments. Because mm-hmm. the real difference between that 
post patch and before, yeah, you, you can't even see it. I, I still sit. I, I know all twelve guys. I play BGs. We all wait fifteen minutes at a time, and we all get in, play with the same goddamn people every. Oh, time. good god, yeah, no, There's I'm no tired. Variety. I'm honestly really That's tired of the MMR MMR system. That's high MMR though. You're talking about. You're talking about yeah. high MMR. So, so yeah, that's that's one thing. That's the yeah. matchmaking system side. And, and there's a couple yeah. of points to talk about there, um, because Absolutely. it's not just it's not just the rating; it's also the fact that you can solo queue and end up constantly going against the same Rude. two people yeah. that bring yeah. in their healer and their DPS combo, and they're just you know. Yep. And, and meanwhile, your team's made up of complete solo people. There's yeah. matches that start without teams filled. <laughs> Almost pretty much ninety percent of my matches, I am a three man team. It's insane. It's incredible. But you, and sorry, you I, are in a three man team. Yeah, they give me two teammates. The game starts. I'm against four man right, teams. Okay. Right, right. At least two of the people on the four man team are in a duo queue, right? Because they basically they put three solo players on one team. The mm-hmm. other team, they're like, okay, here's a duo queue, plus here's two solos. How the hell is that remotely even? Yeah, like, yeah. if anything, the duo and the plus one should be against four solo players. Okay. Um, Overall, that needs to be scrapped. There needs to be a solo only. Like, this is part of the queuing. You want to put teams against teams, solos against solos. People stop playing BGs when they suck. I've stopped playing them for a while. Um, There's a lot of people that have stopped playing them. As a result, the population dips. People say there's not enough population to do X, Y, Z. The population's there if the combat's good. If, if, If the experience is good, people will come. And BGs have been great some patches. They've been pretty bad the last few. Because on top of the matchmaking system, there's been balanced issues. So at higher level MMR, and this is the extreme minority, um, the higher level MMR. So as much as we struggle and suffer, I know it mostly falls on deaf ears. And the thing that is more important is that the, the, the majority, which is going to be that middle ground, which can be pretty enjoyable. You can get into matches pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Um, you will fight a variety of people. That's nice. We can't showcase any of it on Twitch. If if this is the main thing we stream, we're screwed there. But overall, again, it unfortunately comes back to the other issue of bouncing. There's certain things like I could have, we did tell them, you know, I sit here and I do a patch review for three hours telling them what's going to happen. And that <laughs> happens like exactly. I'm like, if you change this, this and this, <clears throat> it's going to be a slow meta. They're like, okay, seems good. They put the patch in. It's a slow meta. and then. It's just it's just further worse that you have to wait 15 minutes to fight two guys that queued together on their ones to slow you. Um, so You're answering your issues. question right now. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the question I'm, passed to I you no is idea. like, no, no, I didn't ask you. I was just like, I was just like, he's answering in, in, in his own way because I can yeah. tell what you're saying. You but know? I mean, that, 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 that's, that's the BG situation in a yeah. nutshell for me. I think it'll be good again, like, if they hit the uh, move speed issue. That'll right. be one thing. Okay. But the matchmaking is a separate issue, and both of them impact the experience. Um, the matchmaking needs to be rewritten. Like, yeah, it, big time. No more little adjustments. It's not funny anymore. Uh, it's not acceptable. Like, you can't just say you're working on it, and then we sit three months and realize nothing actually changed, even though something might have changed in the background. No. Like, it needs to be changed with, like, hard set rules that the players want. I mean, and Stardance just said the same thing. Like, I take in solo builds because I want to play in an environment 
where it's like everyone came in here with a bill that's kind of well-rounded because mm-hmm. that's so different than if I queue up with my buddy that's just a pure healer, I, I queue up as a pure DPS, and I just go on an absolute killing spree against all these people that queued up on solo builds because they're, they're different environments. And that's nice that that exists. It's good that variety exists and the impact of teamwork is there. That's nice to have, but they need to be separated to just throw them together and be like, it's okay, it's not. Do we want to talk about pet sarks and BGs, or is oh, that going to take too long? We will probably, I mean, we can mention it as a thing. Okay, so just a few things in chat I just want to pick up on. Frank Rush, what you're talking about in terms of queue separations is something that I wanted to talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, as well, Naya, yes definitely we can talk about that um that'll be part of like balancing again this is i think i planned for too many things to talk about for this podcast so i'm gonna try and pick (laughs) some important stuffs um but again you know we can stay for longer um so oh chat console is important it is important as pc it's an important both consoles both is as important as each other of course because it's the life cycle of the game you know how long the game lasts depends massively on the success on playstation and you know xbox whatever you know it's it's important they need to make sure they address all these things that's part of you know elsewhere and all the uh, quality of life changes are really for console to be honest um because you know we can mod and put add-ons for everything on pc pretty much if we wanted to but console doesn't have that so i mean <clears throat> In terms of everything else, you know, I think population Cyrodiil and everything else, you know, that's uh, that sounds like it's something that's happening on PC as well, and in all honesty. Uh, I don't know about console massively, so maybe I should probably get a console player on more often. Um, I know there is some big Cyrodiil players that play on console, so maybe I should do that in future. Console so has drastically different views, experiences, etc., and etc. It's very, very hard to even have a Mm. it's very hard to have common ground in conversations with console players especially because console players their performance in the game not their like skill but their performance of lag and all that is 50 percent if not 100 percent worse there you go stand on to play console yeah sorry i completely disregarded the fact that you played on console for quite a while yeah it's been it's been a while since i played on console so i don't know the state of the game on console now because i don't i no longer play on PlayStation. sorry about that by um, the way (laughs) talking about i'm like Hmm. happy to see some of the general changes that they're like putting forth to console like i just from remembering playing on console like without add-ons and stuff because uh, that's something when I switched to PC, it was like, wow, add-ons in the UI, it's so different. And Cyrodiil, like, I mean, we've been talking about performance issues, but like, um, yeah, on console, it's definitely a lot different. And like I said, I don't play on there anymore, so I don't really yeah. know how it is now. But um, like the zone guide and just like the guild store in general, things like that, I'd like to see more things uh, for console like that, because I would have really loved that kind of stuff. Um, it's important. Yeah, I, I mean... Played. They yeah. need to have that stuff because I think console is one of the reasons, isn't it? Isn't console one of the reasons that ESO has become so popular and been able to continue in the first place? Like console must have had a big impact. I mean, obviously, you I honestly think console holds ESO back, especially when so? it comes to being able to patch the game. Right. Because consoles have so many rules around uploading patches, etc. I'm not 100% sure on that, but there are rules around it. I feel like console really holds the game back. But that's just me. Hmm. 
That could be a podcast. <laughs> That's going to be a future podcast then. Okay. Right. Interesting. Oh, God, there's so much to talk about, isn't there? Okay, I'm going to try and go. So, no, um, you enjoy BG's. I kind of I went from Stardance. We had a conversation. Feng Rush was talking about the things. I kind of got the general gist from Feng Rush as well. But you, you're feeling on BG's generally. You're enjoying they're them. They're tons of fun when they're not shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are. <laughs> like, starts and starts and ends it was, on it was that like con- two patches ago, right? Like, um, before Sorry. that, that's all I did. And I wasn't in Cyrodiil for a few months because I was having so much fun in BG's. I would I would stream it. Start that's true, it. man. I never hardly ever saw you in, in Cyrodiil. I think when I first started watching you, you I were mainly Cyrodiil. But yeah. Yeah, but both have great experiences. And I will usually ping pong between them. Um, but right now when BGs are, are like they are for me, like I don't have fun. It takes a while to get in and like I'm dreading the match reading the lineup. Oh yeah. And, and Lots of experience. that. Just so, like, oh. so I just I just wanna um I know I don't know how long it's been since you yourself or Naya maybe and, and Sundancer doesn't know because she doesn't play any PvP in the for MMOs. Um, which is which I think is very valuable for this conversation completely. But like um, that problem that you guys have is very common as well. It's a very common problem. Um, queuing into the same people over and over and over again, um, and high level PvP because the population is also low. Um, when you've got people at such a ridiculous MMR where the skill level, you know, and, and it feels the same in ESO, you know, you've got these high top tier players and then the mid tier is like down here and then the low tier is here. So you've got such this big, big, big difference where, you know, the MMR the um, and the queuing system and the algorithm that they have probably just needs to be changed a bit, right? To open up the time of the yeah. queue to go to reach that MMR. I'm more for them really working on the solo queue experience. I think solo queuing is a really good thing in BGs. You get thrown in with different teams. You get different games, a different player experience in the group games. And the group games are really good too, but it's going to be tough to match a variety of groups in group uh, MMR. So as a result, I think the focus should be on that solo play. I guess complicated. If you have really high MMR people, then split them up, put one on this team, one on another, and match them with some other people that are somewhere in the mid range. So, oh, do you so feel that doesn't happen that. at all? Do you feel like it, 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 it people does get to an agree, but not enough? Right. Like, I okay. think I end up going against duo queues of people in the same MMR bracket as me, right. yeah. waiting longer rather than just saying, "Let's get this game rolling. Let's not put them with a duo queue." Let's put him in there with some lower MMR teammates, which does happen. Once you wait about 15, 20 minutes, they will just automatically find you a match. And I have been in matches where I was fighting people with, like, sub-50 CP. I mean, these guys just got the game. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? And it just randomly happens every now and then. It's like, sorry, you know, here you go. It was just, there you go. Population. But <laughs> it, it'd be better. Kind of... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 that was gonna... pretty much it. I was going to say that kind of circles back to like the new player experience, like first time yeah. in BGs, you're going up against somebody that's, you know, got so years of experience. It's not really going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be, um, make you want to, it might make people want to get better, but like, I don't know. Sounds like I need to do next podcast. I'm going to do this. Next there, podcast there, is going to be a new player experience. Okay. 
but but a but a looser MMR system, right? Like yeah. not as much as like MOBAs are real hardcore with it and stuff, and I get it, and, and it's very accurate there, um, and it works. They've got the population that it works exactly right. That's the population, but, yeah. But with the scale here, you want to implement a system that pretty much avoids putting veterans against new players because yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want their their experience. Like new players are probably going to die. Uh, unless they manage to fill a game with completely new players. Like, that's just a reality of it. That's what's going to happen. If you fight somebody that's been playing for only two or three months, yeah. and you're playing for your first day, yeah, you're probably not going to die. You probably didn't bring in food or pots or something this like that. This is the thing. You know? I, I love you, man, because you know what the next part of this conversation is going to be about? It's going to be about gear, pots, and all that shit. Because this is which grinds my gears in Elder Scrolls Online. Okay, this is, I think Fring Rush maybe knows what I'm going to be talking about because I'm brought it up in this chat a couple of times, but I'm not too emotionally. But one thing that does happen in Guild Wars 2, and some I'm not sure about WoW, is that PvP or Battleground structured PvP is a different mode, right? Which is it is in ESO. But the gear that you use, the skill points that you use, and everything you use is from PvE. So my main issue, especially in the fact, and which would cure a lot of these, you know, this guy's a new CP50 player versus the the 800 or, you know, 500 CP player or whatever, is that you have a PvP lobby. This player jumps into the PvP lobby. They, they are automatically balanced up to the top where, you know, Feng Rush maybe is in terms of stats or whatever else it doesn't necessarily mmr is still a thing so that's experience mmr is your rating as a player doesn't mean he's going to go up against Bing rush doesn't mean he's going to go up against he's probably going to go up against me if we're honest <laughs> um but the thing that the thing that separates them is skill level it is mmr rating okay but when you jump in there you go to a place where you can select your build and you can select you can put all the skill points into that you are assigned a certain amount of skill points potentially that you can assign to your build Okay, or you can just pick a build which is just a default build, you know, where you know you've got a little tiny guide or whatever. But the gear is all accessible. You don't have to go to I don't have to go to get Earthcore. <laughs> you know, I don't have to spend the time to get a team to be able to get the helm that I need. I don't need to level up and get the skill points I need. I can jump into PvP and this whole community is created just for PvP. Where I can now just be like, you know what? I jumped into the game. I really like combat in ESO and I want to PvP, but I am really gimped because I can't play because I don't have the gear. I don't have the pots. I don't have the skill points. So automatically, I have to go and get all that stuff. Now, I can see what you're, I can see the face, and I'm thinking that there is something again about lore and about the game and everything else which is important to you. And maybe important to many people. Maybe the thing that I'm saying just won't work and isn't a thing for the style of game that ESO is. But when you do that kind of thing, you can bring in a lot more people. And my issue with PvP is is that, especially with alts, is being able to actually get to a level where I can compete because I haven't got the gear or the pots. And it's like, you know, get gear, just get the gear, you know, you can do it. And that's not that bad. But it's still a lot of time. And there's a lot of time between me starting the game, getting to that CP level and skill point level, rather than have to, do you know what I mean? Be competitive with you because I haven't even got the same 
gear level does that make and that's an again that's a new player experience that i thought i would share that i find very very difficult and i know people are probably going to hate me for saying that but it's a legitimate thing no i I mean what a developer should do is they try to take the two sides like if you ask me outright like i don't agree with everything but like the things i do take away from it are the struggles there if i had to find a happy medium yeah i'd say there'd be some you know, kind of like when I make a new character and I just queue into BGs and I just start, I can shred through people because it's like, you're low level, you're a new character, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe what would, what should happen, and it's probably a good say, idea with, with you bring it up, is just having like baseline setups. Be like, okay, you're playing your stamina DK, you want to try out Battlegrounds, boom, you get in there, puts a default something on you, mainly stat based, yeah. you know, not proc or whatever. Maybe that's something to kind of bring people in. Because, yes, there will be people that queue into Battlegrounds. They don't even have jewelry on. They're like, who gives a shit? I don't want to put my ring on. I didn't get one. I got one blue ring while I was <laughs> yeah. up. I just got to like, try this. Yeah. But yeah. rather than disadvantage them so badly. Um, and, and the flip side of that is you can also make a twinked character that much more advantageous, right? When yeah. you have this great disparity in a new environment. It's, it's definitely a hole in the system. Um, cause a lot of people don't know, like I, I remember sit, I, I, you know, I've, I've seen the dev team a lot and I was sitting there at PAX watching, uh, people do PVP while I was hanging out with the devs, you know, they had like all the ESO setups Yeah. and I was sitting there with Brian Wheeler, you know, he's the head of PVP and I'm like, I was like, Brian, are you going to tell these guys they should like eat their food or something? He's like, nah, man. He's like, majority of the players, the game food and pvp and he's like that's what data shows and i was just like jesus man like <laughs> I, see this I, I is what i mean I'm... like you know i mean the food is and and again it's like a standardized thing where you know rather than people and people this is where people can learn about less like simple maybe implemented guides or even a buff that is applied you know in your build it's a simple build, build ui i mean again you know it is a massive thing that would have to be implemented it's just a nice thing that i think would be so good because you could just, you would have uh, to select these things. You'd have to be like, you know, your food buff for the next hour, your food buff for this match. You know, you select the food buff. You select your pots that you want, your different ones, your different pots. Maybe you can have a selection of these things that you can put on the wheel. Uh, and then you've got, you know, monster set. Do you want a monster set? You know, your five piece set. Do you want, you know, your weapons and jewelry sets? Like, do you, you select all these things. These things are just pulled out. You right. can't take them into PvE, um, it's all just PvP based. So you're then at this point where, you know, you have the gear. And I guess then that excuse for saying, you know, it's just because you're geared better than me just doesn't happen. Um, Because you've got access to exactly the same thing that they do. And it's just completely based off of skill. Um, Because I feel like a lot of the time when I'm playing BGs, it's not really my skill level that lets me down. It's my gear. And you know what I say on stream? The first thing is, I'm like, you know what? I just cannot be fucking asked to go to this dungeon to do this. And that sounds bad, probably. I just like, you no, know, I hear you. I've just, I've done it with my Templar. I'm just, uh, I've got the gear and I'm ready. And it's like, I'm dedicated to the game and I want to play the things, but it just takes so yeah, long. You would have had a lot more fun in the first couple years of the game. The level of simplicity to the equipment was unbelievable there was literally like five to ten sets they were all like three piece bonus there was no such thing as monster sets um so so what i'm getting at is 
you know, and, and that's what people liked about it early on. It was a, it was more character and skill based. It was more about what you did and the choices you made and the way you played the fight yeah. rather than what you have on. The game has become largely about what you have on, which is why it's very important. And and every time I stream and you know, if you kill five people, you know, chatter just like, what's build? Show build. What's what's the build? Yeah, because I want to know what they can dominate on. <laughs> there's a level i mean there, there's a certain point where you know you need to play the build appropriately yeah but there's a level of truth where people are just like wow i want to do that and i'm just you know <laughs> i don't have those stats you know it doesn't flow like that and and there are really these nice stat setup builds um if you're a new player that it'll dramatically uh shackle breaker exactly that's that's the one that always comes to mind right like if you just pitch in shackle mm-hmm. and they pair it with the decent set and have any middle road monster set like whether it's like pirate or blood spawn or troll king some some baseline sustain defensive thing yeah and you pair those things together those guys can go in there and still not have learned the proper combos and stuff but will will live longer they'll apply more pressure just for showing up and doing and stuff. they can learn then at least you know they can sustain right. through a fight where they can actually so, learn skills so honestly like if you pitch this idea um like because i know the developers um and, and and i know how you know they, they've been very successful in what they've done and that's to attract new players and sell dlcs um and as much as people want to give them shit for that as a business they've been very successful at doing that oh, and they gotcha. create a lot of content. um the, the the part they could if i you know to say it nicely could use improvement is they could help apply that same mentality to pvp um and yeah step in that direction what you're but saying with battle pvp doesn't technically make them as much money though it does it hold player base that's the yeah. thing it doesn't right now mm. um you know that's a larger issue that goes to the whole leadership change from when you know paul went out and rich came in and and you know the you know the the game takes a hit it didn't do as well and it takes a certain path all that stuff ties to where it ended up where it was and why they invested in what they did um because pvp is a big risk if that's your drawing point and end game and that's what the game was sold as five years ago that's what you saw commercials for i mean even to this day after you're done with your dlc content what do you go do you play in cyrodiil yeah yeah so um but the thing is they they still do have an opportunity it depends like and and none of us know what they want to do as a company if the game's going to still go and they intend to drive it for another five years then they should make a plan that may take a year, year and a half to two years to pan out having the right teams in place to, right. you know, kind of do, you know, not not just build out certain things, like because BGs, this experience, like you're saying right there, that's not a huge hurdle. That's a system-based requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, they're not too successful with those. They're still trying to make group finder work years later, um, <laughs> yeah. which is unfortunate because that does hurt yeah. their events. Their events have been good ideas. But that needs to function for what you're saying to work uh, smoothly. Um, but, you know, and, and then you apply that that outward from there. Um, making BGs would be great. Redoing IC and making it into something else that could, you know, prosper over the next couple of years would be good, you know. Uh, and then making some changes in Cyrodiil. I mean, the, their main driving thing is PvE, undoubtedly. But there are so many people I know that have, never touch pvp they some people absolutely despise it like oh good god yeah i mean every role player i talk to is like pvp you mean the death trap 
they, they actually get angry. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I hate PvP, I'll never do it, and, and F you for even bringing it up. You, you More know. or less. They, they yeah. get angry. Like, I want my achievements, and piece of shit, Zenimax, why do they make me go to Imperial City where I died? And, they, and they're very offended and stuff. But there's a lot of people that 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 do dip their their feet in it, and they actually happen to enjoy it. And and it is based on those initial experiences, um, you know. So it's about it's about creating a better experience for people coming in. And and you know we did touch on Cyrodiil and Battlegrounds. Certainly, <clears throat> I think Battlegrounds the most friendly for a new player to come in. You're you're more prone to have a positive PvP experience there than going out in the Cyrodiil. Oh yeah, you're, you're gonna die in Cyrodiil. You're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> New players, please play yeah. Cyrodiil. <laughs> if that's you why are I have an army thing. You you, you do need to get on a side, or 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 it's exactly. not gonna feel great. You know, sometimes you'll die, uh, sometimes you'll win, but overall, it's it's kind of a lost mess in Cyrodiil without some level of direction. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a matter if they want to commit to it and and invest and and I. You know, they—they, they, I feel they've gone through kind of a rebuilding phase uh, a little bit in, in how they've developed content. I right. think their success is there, and they have the ability to make the choice. It's a matter if they want to. Um, I certainly hope they would, because I'd love to see it. And it's certainly there. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that do enjoy the combat and certain things, like you said, that you can't get elsewhere. And they have a great title. I mean, that's why Deltia came back for that short period of time. He tried to find other games, and it's it's yeah. just not out there. Even I've done it. Like when Slodes came out, I yeah, like it was affecting oh, my mental state to the point of I could <laughs> not enjoy this game. Jesus. Ouch. Yeah, and I think um, also going back to like new players too. Um, yeah. I have a guild on PCNA, and I'll, there's a lot of new players in the guild, and I think like a lot of them are kind of well. I mean, they have to kind of start out in PVE, like, you know, to level, but, course, um, yeah, yeah uh, I think a lot of them feel intimidated by PVP just because mm, yeah. it's PVP. It's like different than fighting, you know, uh, fighting ads and things and bosses, it's <laughs> real people and there's, you know, yeah, people different kinds very of quickly can feel uncomfortable or embarrassed yeah. there. And it's, you know, yeah. as a community, like that's something I've, I, you know, I, I give people a lot of shit, and I have a good time. But like, I, I it's just part and parcel of PvP. Beating up on pe- yeah, yeah, you don't want to like part... beat up on people yeah. either. And 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 encouraging that, um, it really comes down to the system, though. Thing there, right? Like again, it's it's very. That's what. That's why Cyrodiil is a tough experience, is because you're throwing people that have been doing this for years yeah. against. You're putting them on the same front as this brand new player and Cyrodiil by nature is a game that does that other pvp games have not right the, you know other open world games if you want the best loot there might be the best pvpers in the game to fight there and you learn as a new player i'm not going to go there you know yeah. and you go somewhere else but in Cyrodiil you don't have that ability and that's part of the problem you know n- not cool. to loop back and get on it but like why not develop a solution there rather than put in bridges it doesn't it doesn't you know or, or destroy yeah. the walls like Work work at the at those high level issues and find ways to, you know, and improve that experience and get players in there and have a good time. I mean, maybe you know, having for something like this, live podcasts and things where you know people can get together is a way that they. I mean, I hope they listen. I hope they get to listen to this because um, uh, I think we've been very respectful and very good. I think we've talked about some very important stuff, which is very awesome. 
um but hopefully you know with more things like this you know discussions as well maybe you know some of that information gets through and also i just want to say that <clears throat> you know you're talking about they care about pve like you know that a lot of their focus is actually there um and even when i had drops on on the first show i don't know if it, i do right now uh, i don't think i don't think i do um i think this has actually been this the highest populated stream uh, and even on the drops one, I think it was only 250. So PvP is definitely something that people talk about. And PvP in MMOs is probably the most watched um, generally because of the um, because of the the nature of it. You know the you know I mean Stardust. So she's she's in Cyrodiil. You know she's with a couple of people. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, like she's rolling up onto this keep. They think it's gonna, they're going to just steamroll with the rest of the guys that are behind them. Suddenly, from the right hand side, something comes in. You know, it's exciting, it's dramatic, it's unpredictable. Um, people love watching that stuff. Uh, whereas PVE, you know, I mean, it's still really fun to watch. You know, the struggle, the competition. I'm not saying it's not as fun to watch it at all, but you know, there's a different type of viewer, and Twitch is a lot about competitiveness and uh, you know, drama and story almost to a degree. When you watch a streamer, when you watch a creator. And their story, you know, so it's very indicative of the of the of the platform, and they push Twitch a lot. So it would make sense to try and put in maybe more the the focus and effort into PvP that Fang Rush is talking about, and I think that we all probably are talking about as well, because you know Twitch is an important driving force for the game. I mean, you know, you've got how many people, five to ten k people, sometimes on the ESO directory that are watching from somewhere, whether or not it's from a website, whether or not it's from Twitch, whether or not it's from the cell phone. And that's a lot of people that you can push towards. And a lot of the time, it's PvP people who are on the top. Um, yeah. And that's an important thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, overall, a lot of times you, you can and do get a lot more uh, viewers doing PvP. I, I really appreciate both sides of the game. Like, I would For do sure. more PvE if... and and. I have some really good PV streams. Like there's streams, I just do that the entire stream. Um, sometimes yeah. for a couple weeks straight. Like I used to do Maelstrom for like, God, it was like a month. I would just get on and do it constantly. Maelstrom <laughs> can be a ton of fun, but yeah. oftentimes after you've gone through it a few times, it's Once like kind of mastered uh... it. It's it's oh, another man. thing. It's a competitive yeah. thing though. It is it is competitive. You know, when it you live, really die. To, yeah. it, it feels really good. Like when yeah. when you're able to move through and hit everything, dodge those things. There's close calls. So it depends on the content uh, that's there. Um, so I, I have nothing against that aspect as far as PvP. I I think that's that can be really good too. But as you said, yeah. PVP, you know, it's, it, it does have its uh, variety. You never know it's around the corner. That's what's cool about open world. You know, um, exactly. it's, yes. it's exciting in that sense. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people on Twitch are drawn to it. Uh, since we all stream on Twitch, um, PVE, you watch the same dungeons, you know, you just watch them over. You know the they mechanics yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. It's Very like the controlled. same every time. So, so there, unless you add that hard mode or that challenge, you know, you, you're there for the community, you're there for the stream as well. So there was many different factors. But like you say, you know, that additional PvP element does add that um, extra feature for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Naya, do you, did you want to add anything to the, the PvP, the, what we're talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you can. Maybe actually I'll get you to ask, ask this first question and answer this question I'm going to have right now, actually. 
Um, or you, maybe you can be the first one to have some input on this. Actually, what did you want to talk about, Sork Pets? Go on. I'll let you go home for about oh, five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you get that one off. Your okay, system. so <laughs> pet storks have always been a bit of a touchy point. It's in, in PvE, it is the way for people with less mechanical skill to yeah. remain viable because there's only a couple buttons you need to push the rotation is fairly simple and it's not overly boring but it, it can be a bit mind so if you're a new player so i'm going to ask you some questions through this because again i have experienced some of this but i don't play pvp as much as you guys uh, bgs wise um and i've said my reasons for that but if you're a new player if you're the same skill level and this guy's got the pet class that you're talking about specific build as well and you're coming up against him, he might have the same gear, but he's more melee-based. What are the chances that that player is going to be him? Is it pretty much just going to be the Sork every time? You know, same skill level, potentially? It depends on how derpy you are and how much uh, impen you're wearing. Okay. Because a lot of the times you'll find pet Sorks who don't wear any crit resistance at all. Because uh, right. they're just coming in from PvP. And they're still obnoxious as hell, but you can at least kill them because your damage is meaningful but when you have them wearing impen they line of sight behind their pets so you can't even touch them the pets mm. just slowly melt you down a lot of damage from pets is undodgeable for whatever bullshit reason it's a mess and it, it's kind of like you're fighting against multiple people so instead of having four people on a team you've got eight <laughs> people there it's like what the hell someone in chat just said get ready for necro <laughs> Oh, no, I am not ready for them. And I've been saying this for a while. You know, I, I saw the changes to pets that they were doing. I'm like, well, yeah, that's because they're doing Necro's next patch. Of course they're going to buff pets. Yeah. And we're already seeing the repercussions of that with pet sorks right now. I mean, Inklings and a few mm. other people have, purely for shits and giggles and to be annoying, have put together pet sork builds and gone into battlegrounds and just steamrolled people for shits and giggles because it's stupidly effective. People don't yeah, like to be killed by those who put in no effort. AI is is uh, is a difficult one for PvP. I I can give you an. I mean, <laughs> I was like Inklings in Guild Wars Two. I made a build on the Engineer class, and it has a uh, a mechanic or utility you can use, and they're called turrets. And we all know what turrets are. Um, and basically, these turrets gave you different boons. So stability is a thing where you can't get knocked down. So invulnerability in one sense of the game. Um, and also, you know, it buffs you up to your damage. So you literally put these things on the floor. They don't move. You can you can destroy them and stuff, but they don't move. But basically, it's conquest. So you know when you capture the flag in, in ESO, very similar to that, but a large area. So these things wouldn't let you onto the point, so you had no chance of, being cont of contesting you. You couldn't beat this thing. You could stand there doing nothing. I created this build, and I got 30,000 views, I think, in a, in a week or so, and destroyed things for about a month in guild or pvp unfortunately quite impactful and i feel bad about that but ai is bad like in, when you bring too much ai into pvp yes okay i be i believe that you can bring in builds that help a new player feel good and uh, to the point where maybe you know they can get a few kills but when you start to raise up in the ranks that build should be gone it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be a point where it's You're not so fighting strong. against other people. There's, there's no high ceiling to it, which does tick people off. Yeah. I think yeah. knowing about yeah. the gameplay of it is they're effective for just showing up because it's not like, wow, yeah. man, nice targeting me with that pet for two minutes while I tried to kill you. Yeah. I mean, he's not yeah, doing it, anything it, really. If you want to get killed, you want to get killed by someone who actually put an effort for it. Or the person who hit you. 
Because <laughs> the pet yeah, kills are like, yeah. But yeah. but here's the thing about like that that bothers me at least, like, because people can yell about skill and stuff of whatever, and and that's okay, like that is a point. But I I don't like what do I do against it, right? Like no, you just roll you over and die. <laughs> like you could kill them before, but the big change they made to pets is they're like ridiculous to kill. It's a waste of time. I used to kind of kill a pet when I fought a pet build. Some maybe sometimes it depended on yeah. the fight because it may lead him to resummon it at a certain point when I could focus him. Um, in this action, case, yeah. in this case, they took away, like they, they don't take damage. You hit pets for like nothing, and even when you do kill them, if they resummon, you can bash them. Then they can resummon, and you can't bash them. It's mm -hmm. so stupid. Like, give me a way to fight and counterplay. And, you know, that, that comes back to a That's lot of things. That's the key words. Yeah. But they just sit key there, words. and they're like, sorry, you can't kill me right now because I'm invincible. And, and they just <laughs> spam shields. They put up pets. They made no way to really counter by killing the pets and maybe locking them down. Like, that's how you would kill Summoner in some other MMOs, right? You could yeah. maybe address it. Some uh, some Summoner gameplay in other games or Necromancer, can you know, it really depended on more meticulous control of the pet and some timing on your part with your pet and learning it. There's, like, none of that. There's, like, no counterplay. There's no real focus. You hit the heel on the Twilight and the stun on the other guy, okay. Uh, those things just kind of go on their own. Other than and that, you can't dodge the stun or the damage on the familiar. That's one of the worst parts yeah. about it. It is yes. an AOE. It is undodgeable. Oh. It's like an advanced dot that has some bonuses because mm -hmm. <clears throat> pets act as a damage sink, and they're not even worth hitting. You know. It, so wait it a would... minute. Question again. Like, I mean, actually, I don't. I don't think I know, or maybe I do know the question, which is and something I didn't even think about. Balance split between modes? Is that a f is there any balance? Any abilities? I was gonna bring that up. Oh, you okay, go no, so go, please go like, away. Go for yeah, your, I was go just waiting, but <laughs> go go go. Sorry, like, this was a kind of a conversation I had with somebody recently about yeah. um, PVE and PVP. Like, or you know, the sets all kind of affect each other, and the you know classes are the same on mm. both sides. So. Um, I was curious, since I haven't PvP'd in other MMOs like we talked about earlier, is that different in other MMOs as far as, like, skill-wise and gear-wise? Um, is something mm. balanced differently in PvP versus <laughs> PvE? Because I almost Struggle. wonder if, like, some sets should be tweaked a little bit but not affect PvE because you don't want to, like... Um, if it doesn't need to be nerfed in PvE, is it fair to nerf it in PvP? Well, so that's the thing with ESO. Let's take Amazing. Zans, for example. I've had a couple thoughts about Zans, one being you don't want to affect people's DPS. Zans yep. is a potent DPS tool that a lot of people like, and if you change that, people will complain. I get that. So one of the problems with Zans in PvP, and like the reason I don't use Zans in PvP is because the ridiculously long cooldown it has. It has an 18 second cooldown, which means I'm I'm not getting any use out of that set for 18 seconds. So it does a shit ton of damage in a short window of time. If you reduce the amount of damage it does while also reducing the cooldown, you're gonna have a same you're gonna have relatively the same DPS on a dummy. And that's what people want. They don't want it affect they don't want it to affect their PvE that much. Right, right. But right. in PvP, if it's murdering you less over five seconds and it, you know it, it's it's spread out it's manageable people like that 
I think there are a few sets that like kind of come to mind, and I've already seen it mentioned in chat, but like Earthcore and Oh, Earthcore, and... yeah, Jesus, I yeah. mean, I've got that. So, <laughs> like, would Ooh. there be a way to adjust I... that? Should that be adjusted? I think that's like a conversation okay, so... that would be good to have too. So I we think... could have an entire podcast on Earthcore. Oh, we yeah. could. Oh, yeah, we yeah. definitely could. I mean, okay, so one, one, I want to say Stardancer again for context for chat. Stardancer has not played PvP in another an, an, or in another MMO, and she realizes the importance of of some kind of difference between emo- different modes and their gear sets because you're playing completely different stuff, right? <clears throat> she realizes this, and she is playing the game. You are not a developer, so one. You're amazing because then that can bring up the conversation that we're about to have, <laughs> which is about should it should it be a thing in ESO? MM, I will give you the answer as well because you asked a question. There are games that do have ability splits. Um, a lot of arguments are, uh, sorry, uh, uh, balance splits, different numbers, you know, different amount of targets that get affected by abilities, uh, whether or not, you know, the debuff is two seconds or 10 seconds because, you know, in a BG, your um, time to kill could be short. It will be shorter than maybe Cyrodiil, or depending on you know what situation you're in. Um, and time to kill is a very important thing as well. Again, it's experience of the player. Um, but Guild Wars Two, I'll give it as, that as, as another example. Does have skill splits? Um, uh, like I said, in terms of descriptions, like this, do- this is the same effect in this mode as this mode, but it does less damage, or it gives you less of a dot um, in terms of damage and time that it's applied to the player. Um, it gives you this buff, but for not as long because it's too powerful, you know, because you want the time to kill to be quicker, you want the experience to be good, you don't want it to be tank versus tank. It's just annoying as hell. Problem is is that um, people do complain about splits because they have to get used to another ability in a different mode that performs differently. Um, it takes more time to develop. <laughs> and then it's people, it's balance team focusing on another split. Um, so they're not balancing the whole game. They're balancing, which, you know, they're obviously balancing between different modes, but they've got so much more to think about. They've got they're then just making that small mode balance, then this balance. So essentially, they're balancing for three different parts of the game. Whereas I don't know what is more difficult. Actually, is it more difficult to balance for each independent part of the game, uh, each different mode, or is it easier to balance for the entire game? <laughs> I actually don't know <laughs> because it sounds like both would be an absolute nightmare. In all honesty. Um, the answer to your question is I don't know what is the best. Um, I think that I I don't know what Naya and Fengrush feel as well. Like, do you think balance should be? It's a I really think good they have question. a hard time with both of them, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, they already have a I hard time with both of them. Although like, I feel like with PVE, you don't have someone's feelings getting hurt when they die because in in PVE you're just killing mobs. In PvP, oh, in PvE, in your PvP. mobs are other players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PvE is more controlled. Technically, it should be easier to fit something in there that works, right? Say you build the ultimate PvP environment and everything works and it feels good. Now you can adjust all the mobs accordingly to get the desired result there. Yeah. I I think from a design perspective, that's how that would flow if you had to answer that. And I think there is truth. So you balance for PvP and then that flows into the rest of the game? 
Well, yeah, because we have these things in the game called resistances. We can affect the resistances on mobs. However, Zoss yeah. values consistency, so that likely won't happen. Everything mm -hmm. has a resistance of like 18k or something on a mob, and Zoss doesn't want to affect that precious number. Right. Like, for, for example, Jebra, we had AOE caps for many years, and I asked them to, re to remove them. Very well, uh, how many? Did. How many people? You can only hit six people. Even in Cyrodiil? Yeah. Yes. What's Especially the cap in Cyrodiil. I, I made an emote and I dedicated a campaign to getting them removed. What's the emote? <laughs> I need to. You, it, you need it was to a riot some. sign that said AOE caps, and but regardless, <laughs> 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 is like the punk rock person of the ESO directory. <laughs> I can tell, man. He's just like. <laughs> I, I, love it, I, I was pretty pretty hardcore about it and they're not completely removed today but now your damage yeah. at least affects everything but just bringing it up as an example because one of the big arguments from them was uh well it'll ruin pve because when you're doing a trial then you'll hit all 30 mobs instead of six at a time i was like okay what's the problem boost the resistances right yeah. you kill that whole you kill that whole 30 mob pack say it takes you 30 seconds with yeah. the average setup Okay, we can still make it 30 seconds to kill. Boost the resistances to match. Right? I, I mean, and, and that's that is just an example of how you can frame a change in one environment and then sculpt it to still not change so much in the other. Um, it's it, it's a difficult thing. Like, I don't know how long that kind of thing takes to do. Like coding and everything like that. Like how much of What's a change? Because like things like adding resistances and then changing the ability. It, it can be done... And... You want to know the answer? You can do it live. You don't. You don't even need to. It. it it's very easy. It's an. It's okay. so easy. It can be done by a guy walking over to a computer. Because uh, I've been in the test environment. You mean changing the numbers? You can you make them tougher? Boom! Added five million health. His resistance are up by twenty five percent. And that's often what they do when they want yeah. to make it harder. They just add health and damage, and that's not necessarily well, it, how you want yeah. to do it. But that's what happens. Circle. I'm very oh, careful yeah. to comment on stuff. I'm Sometimes sure you don't about. get a red circle, and that's super annoying. So I mean, I don't mind cap, caps on players is fine. Is fine, but like six, I mean, that seems ridiculously low, especially when you're introducing it, things like serial. Yeah. Like ten, fifteen, I would say that's fairly acceptable. That's okay, but like that, yeah. I mean, that seems like fair enough. I understand that. I mean, it's and again, you know, the the conversation is is balance, right? You know, how do you again a conversation we could have for a long time um but i mean but do you feel so i mean stardancer is that is that something you would like to see you think would be a good idea or you, you kind of just aren't wondering about the answer to the question um it of, was more of just i kind of wanted other opinions about it because right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was something like recently i i mean i saw comments about gear sets in pvp and in battlegrounds right and um I know there's the battle spirit, but like I don't know exactly what would go into altering things like that. If it would cause more issues than solve problems, and if it's really necessary, they'd but... probably keep PVE exactly the same, and they'd just change things in Cyrodo and PVP. That's where it would change. It would be those changes. I'm I'm sorry. I gotta just I gotta step away for just a minute. I'll be right back. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. I like that though, because you know I like that you even mentioned that because it sounds like you know an obvious thing. 
he's because you know you, you know you picked up on it straight away it's like you know that feels like it almost feels like it should be a thing you know <laughs> and it's just like so that yeah, i like well, it's, that it's something that was i think brought up to me like uh sometimes i'll have people come into my stream and they're from a different game and they're just curious like about how things are balanced or just um pvp in general compared yeah. to other games and that's when i kind of have to ask chat like does anybody else play this game? Can you compare the two? Because nice. um, maybe I have never played WoW, so I can't really uh, comment too much on WoW and how PvP is in WoW. There are a lot of or abilities. I, I think normally when they see something is ridiculously powerful in one mode compared to another, that's when they'll balance normally the mostly between different modes. It won't be every skill, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure if there's balance between every skill in in Guild Wars 2, I'm pretty sure there isn't. Um, but they I'm do sure have that would probably balancing. be, like, ridiculous. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are things, like, you know, which are really, really powerful in PvP. But then they actually balance sometimes between World v. World PvE and PvP. There are a couple of abilities here and there between three modes which get balanced. Uh, not many. Actually, no. Actually, maybe they don't do that. Actually, I can't remember. I'd have to look back. But there's different differences between the... the different modes i do have a little bit of balance but it's not a massive amount um no i like with balance between but how do you feel about that do you think that's that could be a useful thing for elder scrolls pvp do you think like balancing between pv and pvp yeah could it be useful probably will it happen absolutely not but if that you, is a if, hard line that Zoss has put up. You They've are very like, much no, like this. You're just that. like, no, yes. What about your feelings towards it? How do My you, feelings, do you yeah, think it'd be it great, useful? but they're not going to do it. So I barely, I, I see it barely worth talking about because they're not going to do it. <laughs> oh man, but this is where you have to, you have to have the, you have to have the conversation. Because if you have the conversation, then maybe they'll, they have, they can get ideas from your. Yeah, thoughts, but I'm also yeah. like, well, if we're going to have a conversation, why don't we give them something that they can actually use? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Straight to the point. Let's go then. Okay. All right. So let's have a look. So you, you think it would be nice? Not going to happen. Fair enough. I, that is a legitimate thing. I mean, I mean, I'd probably with you there. I probably think it isn't something that would happen. But... It doesn't mean they can't change some potential abilities that maybe are too strong, like pets, for example, which is kind of where this came from, actually. Like, you know, reducing I think when pets they added crit resistance, where they screwed it big time, because that was a purely PvP change that made yeah. them more effective. Because crit resistance means nothing in PvE. Mm hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So ineffectively, it was kind of a change. <laughs> I guess in a weird roundabout way. Anyway, that's rubbish. Um, okay. So my question, and again, I'd, and uh, I'm not sure how much Stardance you have to do with the leaderboard, but like, I didn't really know there was an active kind of... So there, with BGs, there's a leaderboard, right? Yeah. But it, is it like competitive? Is it competitive? Is it like it's competitive, but it? it doesn't mean a whole lot. Right. Okay. I've never really paid attention to it, like, um, yeah, or the names on it, or if I'm on it, I haven't ever paid attention. So, 
I don't I don't know how other people feel though. Like people might really pay attention to it. I so. I mean, you know, again, I'm, I've come from a background of where I PvP pretty much mainly in the game, like that I'm playing, and I've had to ask, I had to Google to check whether or not there was one, like in the game, like, I could just logged in and looked, but like, you know, I just, I was like, what does this mean? Like, does this mean that this guy is the best player? I mean, it means two things. It means they're not complete dog shit. They can still be partial <laughs> dog shit. But it means that they're not completely incompetent, and yeah. it means that they spend yeah. a lot of time doing Playing it. The game. Um, and then does it take into so what? And this is when Feng, Feng Rush is going to come in, in in a bit. Um, and he was talking about Q pops, and uh, also because that's another thing, you know, the amount of games you've played. Um, solo Q, duo Q, quad Q, triple like three man Q. You know, everyone is queuing into the same queue. There's no difference. There's you're a solo player, you're queuing up with another guy who's in a, a full group, and then that's it. You know, you that's not competitive because nope. You know, they can get carried to the leaderboard in on the leaderboards. They can just get carried. Um, yeah, you can. Which is why I say that you don't have to be not terrible. Yeah, you just have to be carried. <laughs> you can be carried or you can just try and not die like yeah. i mean having a meat shield is important in battlegrounds so if you can make yourself a useful meat shield which takes very little effort then yeah, yeah i mean that's fine but you obviously have to know how to make your character a meat shield which means you're not completely incompetent so the the leaderboard in eso so i i mean you know i just want to make sure i've got this right did what does it take into account for you to go up and down on that leaderboard specifically? Um, just, um, just, it's just content. Like, if I if I make a crap ton of AP, then yeah, that's it. That's, that's literally it. And the that's for BGs? With... Specifically? No, that's for uh, serial just... leaderboards, but for BGs, yeah. it's about wins, I think. Okay. So, we, we, Lin, wins is literally... Or, like, score. Let's double-check <laughs> this. Because I don't even know. And uh, you know, I mean, that maybe that says something, um, and what they mean, and what the rewards are, like, and things like that. Um, the rewards are at the end of the week. If you're still in the top hundred, you get a mail with some gold item, or maybe two gold items, whatever. Okay. Half the time, it ends up just being free tempering alloy. That's like a single tempering alloy. That's it. I mean, chat. You can chime in on this as well. I mean. Comes from Rush as well. It's a good time to talk about it. We're talking about leaderboards, and oh, okay. I was wondering about for their BGs. for BGs, yeah, um, about their how competitive they are, whether or not they're useful whatsoever. Um, and then it was drawing on your point earlier when we were talking about you know solo queues, duo queues, free man queues, quad man queues, you know, um, uh, people queues, and. Hello. Go. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I you've just come back. Uh, sure. So I was giving them, you know, I, and other people voiced the same thing um, that were heavy PVPers of the, the, the design of them would be bad if they implemented them that way. It's another one of those things you just kind of put it in and forgot about it. Right. Um, I mean, they're, 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 Totally. Ter they're just terrible. I mean, it, it calculates <laughs> your games played pretty much. You yeah. get points for however much you play. So literally the highest skilled people 
um, can't even play games because of the matching system so bad as quickly as someone else could. Um, it's it, but but it all comes down to how much time you play. Um, so it's not actually a, a ranking system whatsoever. I think a good thing might be <laughs> implementing the solo queue, and then I'll have um, a leaderboard for that. A, yeah, just just put in like a yeah. you know some some kind of thing for it. But a lot of things go to time time played. Same with Emperor, um, which is a system that is kind of unfortunate, um, like a matchmaking system again for like a MOBA and stuff. And I kind of I do kind of go to those because I played a lot of MOBAs and they really yeah. make sense, right? Like someone that you have to play a good amount of games and against good opponents to gain some some rating. If you play against, you know, if you have a high MMR and you go people with lower mmr you're going to get almost no progress for that game but at least you get a win and you get something um and as you get higher mmr it's harder to gain mmr easier to lose it but that kind of system i think can make sense um it can be harder for people that are on the lower end of the mmr system to uh to rank in though so if you're not like hardcore you might not end up on the leaderboard then so so there's there's different holes in it the way it's set up, I mean, you you know, I, like I told you, I've been PvPing forever in this game, and I have never once looked at the BG leaderboard. I don't care about it because it's irrelevant. Okay. It's, it's just, if you play a lot, then you may get rewards on it. But outside of that, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, it's just completely, it, it, should, it should be the time played board. I mean, it's it's all, it's all that matters. <laughs> so yeah, you could you could just have a different section. You could get in there and lose your ass off and be on the top. And that's the reality. I mean, Stardance, you have seems to take the competitiveness out of it, and mm. um, yeah, completely. I mean, so, yeah, it's... because that's that's what a leaderboard does touch on, right? The the level of competitiveness. So. There's it. It doesn't reflect on that at all. Now, Cyrodiil, I I can that that's fine. Like Emperor, I get that's different, and 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 that's okay. But like Battlegrounds, you have a thing called leaderboard, and it doesn't reflect that at all. Um, I, you know, I think that's a miss there, and it's part of why ESO really isn't a competitive game, and it's a shame. I mean, there's other things that lend there, like you know they did more work with PvP or whatever. And, and they wanted to push that environment. They could, but it, you have to understand that's not their goal. Right. Um, they're 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 not they're not going to that market. But overall, I don't think they value the leaderboard at all either. I, I it's one of those things. Is again, you just put it in. You're like, well, it's there, but it doesn't. It's it's not reflective of of that at all. Not accurate. Someone said casual competitiveness is what ESO strives for. Is that a correct comment? Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. completely correct. Also, I gotta be right back. No worries. And, and that's not a bad thing, I don't think. I, no, I, I don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, bad yeah. that that's the market. You have to, to appeal to the mass. Do, yeah, but but it, but it still doesn't. Even in that category, it still doesn't make sense. It's just about time played. So, uh, so, so I think it's a miss. You know, I think they could do more there. It's a couple of different leaderboards, maybe, you know, even just keep that one for the memes or whatever, yeah. and then just, like... Yeah, I think a couple different ones. I think really pushing a, a solo queue-only thing yeah. is something that could benefit not just there, but 
for the quality of of games actually played too i i don't want to be redundant we did already talk about it yeah but you can see where it lends in in a couple places because if you always queue solo you don't know what you're going to get in your match yeah 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 and that's part of the solo queue experience is like hey i have to go in here well-rounded it's part of the skill as well it's part of the skill as well when you encounter someone that you don't match up against that person because you know you shouldn't be able to kill everything you don't want to yeah, match up versus you, that person you leave. You get in there with, with yeah. something more well-rounded and you adapt to it. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that's, that's what that should be and can be there. So. Yes, there was a funny comment. There was a really funny <laughs> comment in there. Where is it? Um, oh, God. I just forgot what the comment was. Come on. Got to find it. It was from... Uh, I've missed it. Damn it. Missed the comment. There was a funny comment in there. I'll try and pick it up in a minute. Oh, wait, 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 wait. ESO is heavily based on the participation trophy, trophy mentality. Welcome to MMORPGs oh, in 2019. God, yeah. That is literally every game. <laughs> it is literally every MMO it is a lot. right and, now. It is and the reason the for that is that that's a selling point. It gets people to yeah. come in, log in, and I get it. And it's part of the atmosphere. There's no reason you can't have certain things set aside in the game, though, for people that are like, yeah, I really enjoy this part of the game. Just like you have, you know, leaderboards for PVE and stuff, which is more accurate. Like you go in there and it's performance based mm-hmm. on, on your trial run. It's not like, OK, your guild did five no death runs on this trial uh, on hard mode this month. But this other guild did 35 yeah. runs where they all got slaughtered. But boy, they they really are the top team here because they did 35 runs. Yeah. It's equivalent to that, pretty much. Yeah, I think when you compare it to that, that's a good comparison. So true. But um, I think, you know, I mean, and that's the whole daily reward system, you know. I mean, that's really... It could tell you a lot, you know. You log in, you get instant gratification. You know, and that's okay to have. It is right? fine. It's, okay it's good. To, it's yeah, okay yeah, to have yeah. both. Absolutely. But when every system to, yeah. just comes down to being like, listen, if you're plugged in twelve hours a day, you're the best. You know. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's not what it's about. No, you know, it's, um, it's okay to get people in there every day and have daily stuff. That stuff's yeah. good to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you need yeah. to to keep people because you know people need rewards. You know, MMOs well hell games just now you know there's so many you know there's so many games out there there's you know there's too many games you know i mean jesus i mean i've got so many things to play mmorpgs is just one issue you know how many mmorpgs can you name off the top of your your head you know let alone good ones um and though that community is spread out so far um at the moment you know yeah so luckily i think is top three easily you know i'm I'm talking about generally in terms of you know population maybe top three top four um and you know that's great obviously you know we think it's the best mmo you know depending on our personal opinion or whatever um but you know it's it's up the top but you're still competing with so many different games and you need to make people feel gratified and you know you've got battle royale games and all these little all these games where you can just do something and get like maximum rewards sometimes um it's just the way the gaming industry is nowadays and i think thankfully eso's like trajectory is like this right now right like 2018 was epic um 2019 should be even better you've got an expansion you've got a new class um and you've got some potential changes but there is something you say about pvp where where my worry is um that this part of the game will get neglected further and further 
Um, or not just not... Roman Templar. Sorry, Nerf Templars. Well, Templar has been neglected. Like that's what it was for after Morrowind. It it wasn't nerfed. It was just neglected forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's a uh... changes. I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 not on the super competitive end, and, and and that's not what they build to. And I don't think anything's going to change that. That's okay. You can, you know, what what a lot of developers is that I think, something to do, to do with healing with with Templar as well? Is that something to do? Is that anything to do with healing at all? Or is it well, like... Templars have you know this incredible ability called Breath of Life, which yeah. is not only useful for healing groups but it's for healing themselves too and yeah. that's part of why they just kind of got neglected as like oh yeah templars are fine so they never touch templar <laughs> yeah it's a bit of an interesting one in pvp i don't They're really have to play that i like templars my favorite class so. and, and sorry I, I i have a hard stop in like a quarter after so like four minutes okay no worries yeah we can pretty we can actually and what i might do is then we have actually pretty much we've covered a lot of the stuff but i i just want to say is there anything um i'm gonna get to start answer first is there anything you want to quickly cover like that we've talked about i realized that this the subjects i picked were very vast um, yeah. <laughs> but like if there's anything like last point you wanted to make very quickly i'm um, gonna go around i think out of like the things that were on the list that we missed that we were going to talk about yeah um like adding things pvp i think you suggested the group queue but then also asked if we had anything to add yeah um just like some things that come to mind but obviously like performance would come first but some things that i think would be interesting to add would be like a ping system like a better ping system oh, it's kind of difficult gosh, to yes. like open your map and, Jesus. um and there might be an add-on or something i don't know but always an add-on um, right <laughs> yeah there's always an add-on um it's an add-on for everything yeah, yeah. is there an add-on for and hair then, and life uh, <laughs> no, not overall real. i did see like one person in chat make a comment that they haven't really pvp'd and they're new to the game and after this conversation this was like a, a while back this was about a half hour ago yeah um that they don't want to pvp now don't do that should, that was the like, that was the opposite yeah that wasn't like the intention i feel like this was more of like a discussion like hey this is what we see needs changes and oh, like we all enjoy pvp like we want to see it grow yeah. and be successful yeah, 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 and yeah. we yeah. don't want to like not want to pvp we just want to see changes that are positive that's well said. all we weren't trying to like be like yeah don't pvp like yeah, I that's feel bad not now. what we were that was... sending out <laughs> that was i saw that comment a while back and i wanted to say something but we were like in the middle of I forget, probably the bridges. I don't think we've been the... negative. Chad, do you think we've been negative? I think PvP is oh, always a difficult conversation worse. to yeah. have. It is, yeah. Like, balance is worse. really difficult in yeah. performance. I've been respectful and, and like we used to do and kind. And... I used to do like a PvP podcast a bit, and, and and we could go off the rails, slamming things a bit, and and even then, still same thing. It, it was all uh, love for the game. It was man. all because yeah, it's because very passionate and and regardless of what comes out like log in and play the game and have a ton of fun every week you know and and sometimes the fun varies yeah the goal is to is to you know really increase that ability to to have fun pretty much all the time have a great environment get people in there that aren't getting bent out of shape because something's so such a ridiculous unenjoyable situation those are the things you want to cut out and every game has issues and every game is you know moving product you're constantly developing it so so yeah like uh, as you said with, with everything uh said 
there's so much fun here. Um, there's so many good things. Um, and and for ESO, honestly, like PvP has its ups and downs. Sometimes I have so much more fun in some patches than some others, but I I typically find a way to have fun, or I'll end up playing something else. But it's mainly the community that's that's kind of kept me here. The community is pretty pretty amazing. That's a big thing with ESO that I really love. It's got it does have a great community. There you go. I think that's a pretty good, good, pretty good thing to say, right, people? Chat's always interesting when it comes to stuff like this. I mean, they can say what they want without any repercussions. It's all good, unless you're a partner. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, is there anything else you wanted to add? You know, to the conversation, Feng Rush. If you have to go, it's absolutely fine, mate. By the way, yeah, I I, I do. I got to dip out. It's so I fine. Got a little... Bye. Absolutely um... fine, man. I'll just I'll just uh, do a little bit of swift editing, and we can continue a little bit. These guys want. <laughs> Um, I'm probably gonna, I probably have to call it soon too, but I can stay for a couple more minutes. Okay, alright. Well, we, yeah, Naya. Okay, yeah, sorry, Naya. Is there anything I, else? I, I actually, Fang Rush, there was, is there anything else you wanted to add before no, you go? No, I'm good. I want to say thank you for having me on. It was no worries. With all yeah. of you here. And uh, I hope you guys tuned in and enjoyed it too. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I love this. This was great. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'll catch you guys later. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Appreciate hey. it, dude. Bye. Okay, cameras are going to be messed up a little tiny bit, guys. I'm sorry about that. It's going to be a bit messed up for a moment. Uh, but we did go a little tiny touch over time. So I'm going to take... I'm going to try and fix this if I can. <laughs> yeah, that's the outside of the box. There's the outside the box. Now there's outside the box. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. Transforming all the people. Oh my! But Naya can Naya, Naya can give us the uh, if you wanted to add anything, any other information uh, over on about the subject about what about generally anything like you know life like was there anything you wanted to add to the conversations we've been having today? Um, um I mean, I think I've said most of everything that should be mentioned. Okay. I don't think I've missed anything. Without getting like too picky, because like I can go over every single class and say what's good, what's bad, what of needs course. adjustments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really nitpicky. Yeah, we, that's not something. Yeah, we need to probably do right now. <laughs> but we can do a podcast in that in the future. It was just in case you wanted to get an opinion across to people or talk about anything specific that you uh, we had talked about or anything, anything really important. Because we're probably going to just head off quite soon. Uh, I mean, to the people who are discouraged about trying PvP and they're worried about it, if if you just want to get in there and see what it's like, just put on Shackle Breaker, uh, Impreg, whatever armor weight, and, you know, whatever monster set, and just try it out a bit, see what it's like. And and those two sets will get you to not die and kind of enjoy yourself. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say. I think there are also plenty of people that are willing to help you and give you advice. There's tons of really nice people that, you know, would group up with you or, yeah, you you don't have to be intimidated. It's it's fun. And, yeah, you're going to die, but, like, that's part of it. It's PvP. You have to, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You've got it. You're like, that's, yeah, part and parcel. You know, you live, you learn, uh, you improve. I think that's, yeah, an important thing, thing to remember for sure. Um, but also, Naya does do does write builds, does do builds. I've watched some of the videos on your on your channel on YouTube as well. Really informative and awesome. 
Um, so I think I've got TNC. Now, this is the next bit. You guys can sell yourself. So if you go to their channels, uh, you can get access to pretty much all their content. Um, wait, if I spell your name wrong there. I think I have. That's disgusting. That's terrible. I'll just do that quick. Or is it? Actually, let me just double check. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, that is the name of your channel. Good, sorry, I'm just talking rubbish. Anyway, forgive me. Um, <laughs> uh, so, go to everyone's channels. Uh, go to Naya's channel, go to Star Dancer's channel. You'll be able to go and access their social media and everything else, like YouTube and all the things, if they do that. Uh, same with Feng Rush. Um, but otherwise... Star Dancer, what do you do? Where can people find you? Did I just ruin that by saying it before you did? <laughs> um, when do you stream? What do you stream? Tell us about yourself quickly before we go. Tell so, yourself. Uh, I stream on my Twitch channel. Not, I don't really have a consistent schedule right now because of work. So, usually like in the afternoon Eastern time. So, like anywhere from 6 to 8 p.m., I'll usually start. Right. Uh, most days of the week. Work days, Monday to Friday, are sometimes difficult, but that's usually where you can find me. It's always on my page, my schedule is. Also have YouTube, just uh, youtube.com slash Shardator. And um, I don't really have a whole lot of ESO content out right now, but uh, I did make a guide for the Thieves Guild Dark Brotherhood thing, which was super fun. And, um, oh, nice. Yeah, the recent event? Of, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. I didn't, um, I had a few people in my guild that were like curious about it, and there wasn't a guide out for it on youtube that i could find um so i just decided to make one and yeah so i'll probably post more on there when i have free time that's about it <laughs> sweet as and thank you for coming on as well i really appreciate your your input yeah, and your you. your thoughts thanks on for things. encouraging me to come on no definitely yeah i mean i'm glad this is the first time you get to kind of do this is your first one right yeah there you go guys first podcast more they're all coming through as well. Naya, is this your first podcast as yeah, well? Yeah, it is. There you go. Jesus Christ. You're both experts now. Very good. No, you were both awesome to have. Naya, what, where can we find you and all the bits and bobs? Uh, I am all over the goddamn place. It's pretty easy to, like, contact me via Discord or Twitter, especially because I run the ESO fam Discord. So I'm hard or i'm easy to get a hold of but like in terms of schedule i don't really have one i just kind of do stuff in the evening because you know everyone has work or school or whatever yeah um so that's when you'll find me on twitch but otherwise you can contact me almost one sweet ass and again all the channels and stuff if you do exclamation mark tnc you can find that in the chat as well otherwise that's it for the uh new companions again the third podcast, these are going to start going up on YouTube and this will go up on YouTube and then they're going to go up on iTunes as of hopefully this next week because we've got three now. Um, so we've got a little bit of a set going. Um, <laughs> double TNT. Um, so thank you if you're listening at home to this, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch live. Thank you very much for watching. If you do want to, I'll sell myself as well very, very quickly because why not? Um, I do this podcast every two weeks on twitch.tv slash Jebrauni. This is the 17th of March. Um, we had Stardance, we had 
uh, Nyasa and also Fingrush uh, talking about Cyrodiil and PvP and Battlegrounds and all the fun stuff. We'll probably have some more specific podcasts in the future. I do stream a multitude of different things. I don't like to call myself a variety streamer. I don't like to pigeonhole myself because I just do the things on Twitch TV uh, that are... I'm entertaining and ridiculous. Uh, that is the way I like to market myself. So if you do want to come and check out the channel, check a follow, make sure you please go and subscribe and follow and do all the things with these guys as well. Go to their Twitters, the social medias, if you've enjoyed their content today, um, because I couldn't have put this show on without them. So it's very important that you go and do that. So very much appreciated. Otherwise, check all the links below. Check all the things. We will see you next time. Well, I will see you next time. These guys will pro- probably going to get these guys on again. We feel like this this conversation is not finished, um, <laughs> and probably will never be finished as well. Probably, yeah. Some indeed. of the topics could take up a full podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yes, it yeah, was sure. definitely starting off generally is a good plan. Otherwise, guys, I'm going to continue streaming, but I'm going to say goodbye to these guys. I'm going to be back in about five or ten minutes. If you do want to remain and hang out, you can continue to chat uh, about all the things. Otherwise, I will be continuing to stream for an hour or so for the regular schedule but thanks for joining us and guys thanks for joining me okay. catch you later thank you thanks for having us